Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Good Vibes Only. It was written by Phaedra Florou, and it's available from the Miskatonic Repository at drivethroughrpg.com. Our keeper of arcane lore is Dr. Lex Hurley, and this is a one-shot. But before we begin, we have some new patrons. Uh, Novo Mortus and Alexandra Beyes Ubera. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, they each have pledged $3 a month. And Jeff Bell has pledged $5 a month. Martin Swerve has pledged $1 a month. And John Doe has increased his pledge to $5 a month to our club. Thank you so much, Novo uh, Mortus, uh, Martin, Alexander, John, and Jeff. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Lex? Thank you, Tom. It's modern day in July, going into early August in the UK. The sun is bearing down through each of your windshields. You each have decided to go to a weekend wellness retreat uh, that has the theme to step into your true self, ingratiating into your peace and giving good vibes only. It's intended to last between Saturday and Sunday, just staying overnight. Seemed like a nice one the weekend, plus you had a discount. You drive out to an isolated car park with various signs pointing to Heartland Hills, further on down and through a wooded path. There are no valets, and it looks like you're going to have to carry your luggage all the way up to the resort itself. Numerous others are filing into the parking lot. You see uh, an older man that has a slightly long beard, sort of huffing along with a drag along tote. Uh, you see a woman that has sort of a cropped short afro bringing what seems to be just a short overnight duffel bag, no extra accessories along with it you see a hulking huge man get out of what appears to be a rental vehicle with a duffel bag face tattoos and things that just seem to scream dead prison time and while you all are sweating and huffing your way up to the resort i'd like everyone to introduce their characters All right. I am uh, Talia Scott. I am a uh, work in the the lab in uh, London. Uh, I came to the retreat because uh, ever since moving to London, I've kind of lost contact with my family. They uh, they never seem to have time for, time for me or anything that I'm doing, and I'm just started to feel really lonely. And I thought maybe coming up to this retreat, I could learn to let go of the codependency I have have with them, and and I'm ready to just start rebuilding and find a family of my choice instead of of my birth. I'm uh, James uh, Canavan. Um, I am a trans man. Uh, I was uh, Janet. Uh, I'm an artist, uh, graphic uh, novelist. And um, my life's pretty much been filled with a lot of difficulties. So I'm trying to find my center, trying to find my peace and, uh, and get on with my life and create some art. 
Karen Coakley, um, a young civil engineer, 26 years old. I'm kind of at a transitional point in my life. My career is starting to take off. I'm settled in a long-term relationship with a dedicated partner and kind of wondering like, what what's next? Where do I go from here? I'm Nicholas Kuntz. <clears throat> uh, professionally, I'm a psychologist, uh, but um, you know, I, I've, I had always questions about identity. I, I, I uh, uh, of Asian descent and adopted here in the UK. And um, genetic testing actually indicated the region of uh, China that my ancestors came from. And I've been visiting a village there and trying to learn Mandarin. And um, I don't really feel as though I belong anywhere anymore. So I hope that this retreat will be soothing and maybe provide some insight. Uh, and I am uh, Russell Boren. Um, I'm an older doctor, somewhat uh, looking down the barrel of retirement. But that's uh, that's not why I'm here. It's I've uh, kind of lost my purpose. I from Cambodia, moved to the UK to practice medicine, and I've been focusing, sending most of my money back home to support the family, but they don't need my support anymore. Their fiscal situation has changed, and so now, now I don't know what to do with the rest of my life. I guess I'm looking for direction, and I heard that this was, this was a good thing to do. After a solid 20 minutes of hiking and sloughing your heavy baggage up through this humid wooded forest, barely even a breeze can trickle in through, you break through a tree line and manage to see the resort itself. So you'll see that there is a lake off to the left hand side, seems to be some sort of more polished building to the right of that, a collection of few huts and things over past the lake and then what seems to be more smaller recreational cabins with another building off in the dis off in the distance i will post this on discord so you have a map of the location as you are walking up with the rest of the crew that has arrived there are a few people that have been already waiting and are sort of being shepherded along by a couple of representatives you assume must be staff wearing this sort of loose flowy linen-y type garb um, let me post this into discord before i forget there we go and as you start making your way into the group proper um you see someone is coming out of the building that's off in the far distance at the top northmost point of the map uh, as she approaches you see that it's a an older white woman her hair has been matted into locks she's wearing this sort of clashing garb that kind of reeks of cultural appropriation you're seeing that she's wearing a headscarf kind of around her shoulders has some sort of potentially uh, I don't even want to go into it that much. Regardless, it's a bit distasteful. And yet it doesn't seem to bother her one bit. As she approaches the crowd, she says, welcome, welcome everyone. Greetings, my warmest greetings, fellow children of Mother Earth. 
I am Guru Sage, and I am so excited to welcome you to our retreat here at Heartland Hill. Here, you will get the chance to let go of all that is negative in your past and your present. You will flourish and integrate with your true higher self as you were always meant to. I know that all of this is a lot to expect in a weekend. I've been through a retreat just like this myself, and I see that skepticism. I see that doubt out among you, but I promise if you let it, this place can change your life for the better. You won't let negativity and fear hold you back anymore and will make space in your heart for good vibes only. And you will blossom into the energetic being that you are truly are. You know, not that long ago, I was at rock bottom. I didn't believe that I observed anything. I was embracing hopelessness, stuck in an abusive relationship and thought that there was nothing better for me. And yet look at me now. I am here and I wish to share positivity and happiness with all of you. Healing and sharing this beautiful luminous light with everyone. Now, this is my goal in life, and I aim to give some structure and guidance for you all now for some logistics. My assistants are all handing you a printed guide for the retreat in efforts to conserve paper and reduce our burden on Mother Earth. We will be keeping paper usage at a minimum during this trip. This will include. This will include our schedule and some fundamental rules to make sure that you foster a safe environment for yourselves and other attendees. I ask that you please read it carefully. While you do as a first order of business, we will be collecting your phones. As the rule said in the email, all technology usage is prohibited. After this, we'll split people into groups and assign you a leader for your team, then proceed into the bonding yurts before we unshackle all of our belongings and possessions for your first meditation. And you have several folks that are giving you this retreat schedule here. All right. Heartland Hills retreat schedule, 9.30 a.m. arrival at the retreat grounds. 10 a.m. group meditation in the bonding yurts. Noon, gratitude journaling in the meditation hall. 13.30, lunch break, meditation hall, re retreat grounds. 14.30, letting go of all attachments, retreat grounds, woodlands. 16.30, sundering to wholeness, retreat grounds, lake. 19.30, dinner in meditation hall. 2100, sleep time in the bedrooms. Then departure day begins at, at 6 to 8, breakfast and photo opportunities in the retreat grounds. 9 to 10 is departure. Rules. Phones are prohibited. They will be taken by the staff and given back at the end. You can take pics and post about us all you like on departure day. Hashtag Heartland Hill Vibes. Participation is important for healing. Don't skip activities. Try to keep an open mind and let yourself try new things. They might surprise you. Three, a positive and happy group looks on the bright side. Don't put negativity on others. Good vibes only here. Four, keep your own room and bathrooms clean. We have no cleaners on staff. Some karma yoga is always good for you. 
five. Don't enter the staff's private rooms. We need some time to be alone and meditate too. Wink. Once again, it is lovely to meet all of you. Namaste. She bows very deeply and leaves, backing up a few paces before rising up again. And as the assistants begin sort of taking charge and calling out names, uh, one gentleman has sort of a well-kept brown bushy beard and a man bun in the back with a clipboard calling out various people's names. James Canavan, Karen Coakley, Talia Scott. Oh, here, here. Russell Boren, Nicholas Kuntz, Kiana Winter, and Russell Davis. All right. Hello, greetings, everyone. My name is Malcolm, and I will be your representative and healing coach to guide you through our first meditation in the bonding yurts and throughout your stay this weekend. If you'll all please follow me, we'll continue some exercises and then move into unpacking and things for the day and lead you all as he is walking barefoot over to these bonding yurts. The heat is oppressive and stifling in here. All the breeze seems to have just disappeared, maybe blocked by all of the trees here in the woodlands. And as everyone is being led by various representatives into the bonding yurts, you see that Kiana Winters, the, the woman that you saw with a short cropped Afro, just wearing sort of like black track suit, uh, goes in first uh, to the yurt that you're being guided to. Is anyone anxious to get started? Oh, uh, nervous? No, no, uh, excited, yes. Yeah, I, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Okay, well, I will let um, each of you give me a spot hidden roll as you all are approaching this yurt. Oh, eight. Oh, failure. An extreme success. <laughs> yeah, Regular success. Yeah. Okay. So Russell happens to notice that as you are sort of bringing your things in, maybe you packed a little less than others so you can manage to get there a bit faster. Inside the yurt, there is a sand-based floor and a little holder with incense that's burning inside. Uh, Miss Winters walks in before anyone else and sort of accidentally kicks the incense over with her boot, sort of putting some into the sand, and then replaces incense from her bag and puts it back into the uh, container, lighting it with the others and uh, stowing the incense away, and then sets down. Not really uh, accidentally. Excuse me. Mm, yes? Uh, I'm sorry. When looking at the materials for this, I thought that all the incense was chosen in order to avoid any potential allergenic situation. I, what I did understand. you put in there? I uh, have a patchouli allergy, so I, just to be safe than sorry, I tend to bring my own to uh, replace that in here. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Did you mention this to the to the staff? And the rest of the group starts entering and Malcolm guides the rest of the group to uh, seat 
around this incense in this stifling hot yurt. You have sweat all of your clothes through at this point. How does it smell, Keeper? The incense, the new incense smells perfectly neutral. Uh, it doesn't have a patchouli smell to it, but you don't notice anything particularly unique about it's just it. Like, like pure frankincense? Basically. Kind of yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I'll, I'll take a seat. Yeah, but it was kind of rude. I, look, we're just, I'm just, I'm here for good vibes, you know? I'm here, like, I'm let, here let, to let sweat out my problems. This. Okay. So I suppose I should ask, um, does Dr. Boren notify Malcolm that this switcheroo has happened? Yeah, I think that's, a, I mean, if this is all about bonding and openness and trust, and already somebody's replacing something without the consent of everybody here, like that bothers me. Like I, I, yeah. Okay. So as you bring this up with Malcolm, he seems a bit crestfallen and slightly betrayed and looks over at Kiana and she, her face is wired very tight. And you can tell she looks like a deer in a headlights right now and gives the same, ah, I'm sorry, I just have a patchouli allergy. And uh, so that's why I did this to be safe. That way I don't have any respiratory issues. And Malcolm then says, I understand. However, everything about this retreat has been pre-curated and selected in order to best enhance everyone's vibes and receptivity. Please, please refrain from replacing any other incense or other items throughout your time here. We don't want to invoke any sort of discipline, but we also don't want folks to disrupt others' time. Could you please give me the original incense? She is resistant. Anyone can give me a psychology role. Thirty-nine is a pass. Nope. You don't notice it too much watching her as she is lifting her hand up, but you can see on the incense sticks as she pulls them back out of her bag as they are wavering just slightly as if she is nervous and trying to withhold a tremor. She passes the incense back to Malcolm. Thank you. Bows, relights them, sets them in the center and gives the other incense back to Kiana. Malcolm sits and I actually don't know any yoga formations, but he sits cross-legged on the sand and says, now everyone, in your welcome emails, you were instructed to bring an item that is a treasured possession for each of you. Before we get into meditation and breathing exercises, I would like everyone to share their item and why it is meaningful to them. Kiana, since you seem very eager, would you please share it with us? She um, fiddles with her bag. Uh, yeah, I uh, got this seashell from the beach when my wife and I were going for a walk there. And I really like it. 
It reminds me of her, and yep, that's my treasured possession. Excellent. That's okay. We will learn how to open up and be receptive. Mr. Canavan, would you share your item with us? Um, well, my item is my sketch pad that I do all of my work in. Um, it's, it's my current one, but uh, I mean, I've got like 20 of them at home, but this has got some of my newer artwork in it that I'm, I'm working on a graphic novel. Um, it just, it gives me a lot of peace just to uh, draw the landscapes and the things I see around me. And uh, who would like to volunteer next? Miss Coakley? I, um, my, my pocket knife. It, it belonged to my mother before she died. And why is this special to you? What memories do you have with your mother that you associate with this knife? Just the act of giving? It's uh, twofold, actually. It, it makes me think of both my mother and my father. Um, she was very, I was very young when she passed. I don't have a lot of memories of her. So it's more of owning something that belonged to her that's meaningful. But um, my father is an engineer and, and he taught me everything that I know today. And so we used this a lot tinkering around in the garage. So it makes me think of both of my parents. Thank you for sharing. Miss Scott? Um, mine's this uh, box, and I get it out and it rattles just a bit. It was uh, given to me by my uh, my much younger sister, June, who I, I, I miss dearly. Uh, we, we live far apart. Uh, inside is uh, some of her baby teeth that she placed in there because she one time caught me replacing the the tooth with money, you know, to try and keep up the mirage of the tooth fairy. And she gave the teeth to me and said that she'd, if I, as long as I had it with, with me, she'd always be, be near me. And it, it just, it really just touched my heart that she was so, so thoughtful and, and, and wanted me to always have her close. I must say a box of teeth is certainly the most unique item that I've ever had someone share in this. Thank you for being comfortable sharing that with us. Oh, of course. Mr. Koontz, is it? Would you uh, mind sharing? Right. Yes, I have this uh, uh, pendant that was given to me by a, a village elder uh, in a in a uh, mountain village in China where my uh, ancestors came from roughly. Um, I, I, you know, I'm very gratified that um, I'm making progress getting to know the, the people there and this is, you know, a beautiful thing. And Dr. Boren? Yes, my item is a, a stethoscope that I got when I first entered medical school. It's uh, I, I use it nowadays as a sort of a meditative assistant, listening to my own breathing, my own heart, kind of block out the outer world, listen to the inner world. Ah, uh, well, we'll learn all about being able to listen and be receptive to all of the light and energy within us and bring that to the outside world. And Mr. 
the large man that you didn't really notice entering uh, as you were typically focused on Kiana with the incense speaks up in a deep, booming voice. Russell is fine. Ah, well, Russell, then, would you mind sharing your personal item with us? He brings out a small teddy bear that seems to have seen much better days is worn and ragged within his giant meaty palm. It is just this small trinket, looks like a beanie baby whenever he is holding it. It says, uh, this was um, my sister's and it's the only thing I still have from her before she died. And so I use this to remember her. Thank you, Mr. Russell. Now, for each of you here, I want you all to sit in whatever position is comfortable for you. Feel the earth beneath your seat and breathe. Close your eyes, hold your treasured objects, and think about what how much it means to you. Think about those feelings that you associate with that object and really dwell on them. I'll be coaching us through breathing exercises during this time to try and really get into the spirit of this guided breath work. And this goes on for minutes. Your sweat is beating and flowing off of your head. You're breathing in with these exercises and start to feel slightly lightheaded, maybe a little giggly, almost a little dizzy. And you feel like you really can't help yourself but smile right now. This, maybe you've never tried meditation before, but it seems like there's something to it. You feel very light, happy. Now, the rest of the minutes seem to fly by and what is over half an hour as Malcolm pulls out a small gong. You didn't even know where he was hiding it, but there's a little thank you for your guided meditation, everyone. Now I will let you unpack, use the restrooms in your personal cabins for this weekend trip. If you will all get up and follow me, don't stand up too quickly. There's a chance that, uh, there may be some, you might feel a little dizzy and lightheaded after having so much oxygen pumped into your brains at once. As this is settling down, you're all sort of getting up. Um, you seem to notice amidst your lightheadedness that the ground seems to rumble and shake slightly under your feet for just a few seconds. You yourself are lightheaded, but this was something different that you felt. But, hmm. Hmm. Is there any okay. sound associated with that? Do we hear like the trees rustle? No, or? not necessarily. You more feel it in your hands and in your uh, the soles of your feet than actually he hear anything. Now, if you all will follow me, I will guide you to your cabin. We only have enough space for every, uh, oh my God, 
We only have enough space for every one of you who is in attendance today. We will be using bunk beds and I will just allow you all to take your pick as you walk over. You see this light lake. Some of the attendants are walking around outside. You see others are leaving their yurts and completely drenched in sweat, but with this nice smile on their faces that seems it was just as satisfying for them as it was for you. And you notice there must be something wrong with that Kiana. She isn't smiling at all. She seems to have her face set. Whenever she sees you looking at her, she puts a smile on her face, but it doesn't seem quite as genuine as what you feel in your hearts. Mm. Malcolm leads you over to your cabins and lets you pick out your bunks. Please feel free to unpack, use the bathroom. I know this has been a long trip and talk amongst yourselves and rest before we move into the next activity for the day. I will be around by the lake if you need anything. Thank you, namaste, and backs out the door. Hmm. So I'm gonna take the far bunk against the back wall. How many um, bunks in a cabin? There are seven bunks in this cabin. There is one that seems to be, or there are double bunk beds and then one extra cot that seems to have been pushed in at the last minute to accommodate the uneven number. Mm. Oh, I, I want a bottom bunk, uh, if you don't mind. I, I tend to get up to use the restroom often. I'd, I'd disturb my bunkmate hopping down from the top. I, I would like a bottom bunk as well. I mean, I'm a... I'm older, so. Oh, well, then we won't bunk. be. Doesn't bother me any. Oh well. I'll, I'll be your bunkmate, Karen. Good tell you. I'll I'll take the cot. I I can sleep anywhere usually. So, uh, and I don't think Russell would even fit in the cot. So is. Did did Kiana come in with us? She is. She has come in and taken the uh, top bunk furthest in the back and is opening up her bag and seems to be reading through something and sort of nodding and stealing herself right now. Okay. So I, she, kinda, she, I, I want to go up to her. Um, and she, uh, she, she took the bunk that I wanted. Fine. Well, it's really hard to feel upset about that because it seems like she really wanted that bunk and, you know, it'll all just work out. Maybe you were meant to have another bunk in the middle of the room. Just you feel this time. sort of positivity flush throughout you. I want to go up to Kiana and say, I, I'm sorry about my reaction um to you switching up the incense i just had to ask have you been to one of these before no i haven't okay. how are you feeling i <laughs> sorry i'm a i'm a doctor it feels like i've been <laughs> it feels like i've been drugged to be honest with you is there a were you worried about something else in the incest? In the incest. Oh my god. Wow, my brain is all over the place. The incense. You you said okay. there, you were worried about an allergen, but I'm starting to think you were about something that wasn't just an allergen. 
now I just, whoa, very open. Hi. Hi. I, <laughs> she sort of looks over at everyone else milling around the room, unpacking their bags, getting changed, using the restroom, and says, okay, Mr. Boren, I, I'm going to need you, Dr. Boren, I'm yeah, going to need you doctor. to not be upset with me. Can you not okay. be offended for just I, two seconds? I feel like it'd be very difficult to okay. be offended right now. You're a stupid, fucking, ugly piece of shit that will never amount to anything. And I want you to roll pow. Wow. 30 is a pass. These words hurt. They sting. They cut a little deep in your chest. And as you're thinking about them, that, that lightheadedness, that kind of uh, dentist anesthetic seems to fade off. And you feel oh. more bounded within yourself, more in control. Ah, that's a... Uh... I'll look up through the Novocaine, feel that toothache nice and... Uh... Okay, good. That's what I thought. Remember, you're not mad, right? Cool, great. Yeah. All right. Listen, my, yeah. my partner came to one of these before, and she came back different. She was basically uh -huh. lobotomized when she returned. I couldn't get any interactions from her. She stopped going to work. She is basically despondent. So I think there is something going on here. I found her journal in the trash can when she returned, and she mentioned the incense made her feel funny. I think that they're putting something in it. You need to be very careful because the staff are keeping an eye out. Any negativity or anger in front of the staff will result in discipline. I'm frankly surprised they didn't cart me off already, but they must have thought that was innocuous enough. They're going to make you bury your treasured possessions and abandon those things that you care about most. You need to not breathe the incense if you can. Apparently, reading or seeing negative stuff tends to snap you back out of it. You need to focus on being negative in order to not float away like the others. Yeah, I, I recall how much the all their terminology, like bonding yurts and things, really grated against me in, in the beginning. Should keep that in mind. I do. Oh, I, I regret stopping you in the beginning. I didn't know. But if you do get a hold of whatever compound or something, I again, I'm a, I'm a medical doctor. I am curious what it is. Because I, I mean, that's why I came to you. You seem to know something. And I felt like I was drugged. I only thought that we something were, was then. wrong. Yes, I, I'm a chemist. I, I don't know what's in it. I was going to try and analyze those sticks after I left. <sighs> if I can leave. Okay. Um, so this is the really crazy part right now, and I'm going to need you to continue trusting me. Okay. I think there is a dome around us right now, <laughs> and we cannot leave if we wanted to. A, a dome? Like a glass? That, that was the last thing in her journal. Well, I, I came here on the recommendation of a of a coworker. I feel a little uh, hmm. 
I don't know, betrayed. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, so here. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, let me she pulls out an index uh sheet of notebook paper and starts writing this down. One, do not inhale the incense. Two, read negative words. Three, do not be negative in front of the staff. Four, find the underground room in the meditation hall. Five, we are surrounded by an invisible and impenetrable barrier. People are dangerous. Nothing lasts and it hurts. No one can save you but yourself. Children die every day. Racism, sexism, and ableism run the world. You can't fix most of it. Keep that. All right, I will. And James, maybe because you were sort of focused on Kiana for still taking your bunk, you managed to overhear a hefty amount of this. But it seems like she's being so negative for no reason. Like, so what? Some people are just that kind of people. Negative people. As you are, so yes, uh, Dr. Bourne, is there anything else you want to do in the rest of the room? What's everyone else doing as you're just getting settled? I'm unpacking, I'm, I'm, I'm not even noticing that conversation. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going to swap out my sh shirt and shirt because it's all sweaty and gross. And, you know, I, I want to feel good, good. And dry clothes always make me feel better. Yeah. It's hot, but I like probably, the incense smell. It probably feels cooler after leaving the yurt. I mean, I'm sure yeah. it was hotter in there, so. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice if we got a little bit of a breeze, though. I didn't I didn't think to check the weather. I didn't really think it would be this hot. I wonder if it's going to rain while we're here. Well, it's July. And July, it's like July gonna... yeah. It's a beautiful July in England where the skies are actually clear, blue skies, fluffy white clouds. And as you all are getting unpacked and taking turns using the bathroom, it's a single toilet and sink for seven people put into here. You hear a hurried, uh, guys, uh, I, uh, somebody clogged the toilet and we have an emergency here as Russell sort of moves out and is uh hurriedly pointing it's like i um that that wasn't me i that i was on top of it i i'm not pointing any fingers it's fine but i think that's about to overflow it's okay russell it's just a stuffed toilet let's uh do is there a plunger uh just a plunger I, there's a plunger but i think this is going to take more than a plunger if you want to go take a look um but plug your nose all right, I'll, I'll go look. I've seen plenty of fluids and what have you in my Sure. Time. So you've seen plenty of fluids and disgusting sights, um, but this is, whew, it's a lot. 
it sort of reminds you whenever you were in undergrad going to like garage band concerts and a bunch of teenagers would use and abuse the toilet, uh, except this one, the most recent customer apparently eats a lot of beef jerky and the uh, smell is rising and the toilet water is doing that thing where it is hitting that danger level to almost <laughs> encroach over in this sort of murky brownish yellow liquid yeah. threatening to seep over let the it, border. Let it go down a little bit first. I don't think it's going down. I'll Turn see if I water. can. I'll see if I can find Malcolm or somebody. Well, we need yeah, some of that. Is there a valve now. to turn off? Yeah, the... just turn the valve. Turn off the water. It'll be fine. Okay. Right. You turn the valve off. Uh, Nicholas, you go out to find Malcolm. He's running laps around the lake, has taken his sort of linen shirt off and is in terrific shape as he uh, comes around. And it's like, oh, hi, are you already ready for the next activity? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward, but we actually, there's a plumbing issue in our cabin. I think it, I think, you know, you said you don't really have a cleaning staff. I think maybe the previous tenants didn't take care of something because it's, Pretty gnarly. Of course, the previous tenants didn't take care of something. I, you know what? I think this is a great time to try and work on some karmic yoga. I'll go get some supplies and be right there. Just go ahead and stand by. Fantastic, and dude. Thank you. At that same clip, just run straight off up to the uh, main building at the far north end of campus. Uh, you all come back in the room. The smell is beginning to permeate a bit more and heavier, musky scent. Uh, again, it's eau de beef jerky and worse. And Malcolm soon comes in carrying some goggles, a bucket a extra with an extra container in it and some blue gloves on the side and says, all right, who wants to earn some karmic yoga? Uh, goggles? Oh, yeah, this is, um, you don't want to get pink eye. I, I assume that this was a bit of a heavy duty situation. So I got our best cleaning ingredient that we have on hand. So, heavy uh, duty. yeah, you can, he hands the bucket over to you, Nicholas, and you see that it is a, just from the label at the bottle, it is pure sulfuric acid. Wow. So right. that's the reason for the goggles and gloves. Thanks for taking that off my hands. I'll be waiting around just in case, but I want to leave all this to you. This will be a great bonding experience for everyone. Wait a minute. You can't pour sulfuric acid in pipes. Is there a septic tank? How does this, how's the plumbing up here work? I don't, yeah, I, Oh, we Jesus. use this fairly often. This is a more heavy-duty pipe cleaner, but we've had plenty of cleaning staff verify that this is actually something that does happen. That uh, The author even notes in this that this is actually an industrial cleaning agent that does get used to clean out pipes. So we've had this isn't our first issue where the um, previous tenants maybe didn't flush the toilet quite properly. Uh, all right. Oh, what um, the fuck? Okay, uh, I'll I'll clean the toilet. I love that initiative, James. Here you go. I'll hand this off to you. I think that karmic yoga is going to pay off in tenfold soon enough. I'll be right outside in case you need me. It's a little stuffy in here, and I, steps out the door. I think he yeah, wants I'll, you to just grab the beef jerky out of the pipe with the gloved hand. 
Well, we're just going to have to mop up the floor. I hope we can get a mop and stuff, but I'll also allow it. I'll also allow everyone to get me a spot hidden roll. Say have what's her name get some of that Gosh, dang it. No. 19 no. is the hard success. All I'm looking at Regular. is the clogged toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got a heart also. All right. So maybe because you were focused more on Balcom and less on the bucket or the uh, flooding time bomb that is threatening to swamp your entire domicile, uh, you happen to notice that Kiana took a step sort of behind and to the back of Malcolm. And seemed like she might have pocketed something off of him. Indeed. Um, and then as he turned away, she stepped aside and smiled, just like the rest of you. Now, James, as you are putting on the goggles, a little bit of a face mask, and uh, those rubber gloves getting ready to pour that sulfuric acid in and try and stir it so it can help dissolve whatever's down in those pipes. I am going to need a dexterity roll and then a con roll uh, to see how well this all works out for you. Because I'm not so sure I would do this, but usually use an alkaloid. Um, I got a 22. What did you say the first one? Dexterity? Dexterity. Okay, 22 out of 58. So that's a hard so you don't manage to splash any on yourself as you're trying right. to I'm, stir things around i took high school chemistry i know <laughs> yeah and ooh, a 71 in constitution i'm gonna get sick from the fumes so as you are over this uh roiling vat and then mixed in with the hard boiled rotten egg smell of the sulfuric acid put into it, you kind of can't help but keep it down. Your nose hairs are singed and it's, there is now a third ingredient mixed in with the other two that were in the toilet. Oh God, God, get away guys. It's a, uh, it's lethal. I'm gonna, it's not very, not very salubrious. Yeah. I'm good. I'm, closing my suitcase so that my clothes don't absorb any more of this than necessary and i'm going to step out and get some fresher air yeah open up the windows and make sure that i'll start opening the windows yeah yeah as nicholas as you step outside of the building you happen to notice uh malcolm appears to be talking with sage about halfway between the cabins and the uh main attendance hall do they look happy and mellow and good vibes or do they look concerned how else would they look of course everything is the most mellow here um and uh how are the other um cabins doing the other cabins seem to be getting along just fine all of the attendants seem to be smiling and chatting and sharing all of their personal stories with one another seems like this one just happened to have a bad incident in it Dr. Boren, since Kiana feels somewhat more confident that uh, you're at least back, have your wits about you right now, she sort of sidles up beside you while everyone else is cleaning, opening windows and whatnot, and says, listen, I got a set of his keys. I'm going to drop them off at the next location. So he thinks that he just dropped them. But there is 
some kind of a, there's some kind of a door or something in the meditation hall. I think that that's, uh, she mentioned that there was a secret door in the journal. I think that these keys can unlock it. Oh, all right. Do you want to help? Well, if, I mean, something is obviously wrong here. I'll try to help you as best I can. Actually, for this unpleasantness, uh, Kiana will also go around and sort of, she'll tap Karen and then just whisper in your ear, not whisper, but talk very softly. Doesn't this smell like dog shit? This is the worst fucking smell I've ever heard, smelled, heard. What is wrong with me? Uh, you can roll, pal. I think I'm going to call for Malcolm and say that we need baking soda and a mop. Well, as you, uh, you call out for him, Malcolm comes back inside and it's like, well, I think that might have been enough time for it to settle down and sort of gets the plunger and it clears and empties. I swear to God, this is written in here that this is pouring sulfuric acid is something to dissolve heavy duty oh. clogs. Well, we need baking soda and it's going to eat through the floor. Well, and luckily you only poured it in the pipes. Ah. I don't think there's anything to worry about here, James. Listen, I want you to help focus on some positivity in this. Let those kinds of worries, we will take care of those. Nothing to concern yourself with on this trip. Okay. I like it. Listen, we don't want to bring anyone down with this negativity and anger and whatnot. Uh, Karen, how did you do on that power roll? I failed my power roll. Okay. So you have a kind of, um, sure, that's a bit crass. And Gosh, from you that, don't have to be so negative, Kiana. You're right. You know, that's my bad. Don't worry about it. And she sort of looks back at Russell and shrugs. I'll like kind of just, I'll go up to... Um, and Nicholas, and just be like, uh, "What do you think of this place?" Uh, you know, uh, I really need something, you know. Um, and I thought that the the meditation, even though it was so hot, I I felt it felt, felt pretty great. I mean, I'm a, you know, you think somebody going back to trying to get more in touch with the roots would have a little better understanding of what good meditation would be like, don't you? What do you mean? Are you bummed out about something? No, aren't you? Well, you know, the only thing, the rule is good vibes only, and I kind of felt like Malcolm gave me a hard time about the clogged toilet, and we just got here, but, you know, I was yeah, wondering I mean, whether they why, did why, why do you feel like they need to lie about previous tenants, huh? Yeah, that felt are weird. You, are you, a, are you a, a terrible liar, Nicholas? No, I'm not, and it did feel weird that he acted like that. What are you, what's going on? I mean, it sounds like you're insinuating that a Malcolm's not into good vibes, like all the previous tenants are supposed to be. 
kind of how it felt, yeah. I guess I'm trying to push you, annoy you into a power roll. I'll allow it. I'll allow an annoyed power roll as you're just being insistent. Seems like you have something on your nose. Uh, that is a successful power roll. Okay. This is starting to make more sense. Like, yeah, that something doesn't sit right about that. Yeah, I had it. I'll tell you, uh, Doc, I even, I wondered what with the whole like karmic yoga business, like if they, all the toilets were like this, it was some sort of like initiation thing, but everybody else seems fine. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is, look, something's, something's wrong here. In your professional opinion, did, did we get euphoric because we started? I think to... we were drugged. I think is what happened. There's something in the incense. Jesus. Yeah, but maybe that's just part of the whole thing. Maybe they're just supposed to, you know, people do, are really do you, uptight. Is, do, you, do you enjoy spending your time cleaning up other people's shit, James? I, I don't mind being helpful. You know, it's... And this wasn't being shit. helpful. This was being used. They were using you, James. Uh, Does that make you feel good? Give you a power roll for the psychological manipulation. <laughs> 90. I am not fooled by their <laughs> nonsense. Look, I just want to be helpful. Malcolm's just trying to be nice. That's what we came here for. Don't let the negativity win. I'm going to turn around and walk out. I'm going to go find Malcolm. Sure. The other attendants are starting to cluster around their guides this time. And uh, Kiana sort of just try and hold your breath if you can over to Dr. Boren and walks out. As soon as she passes that sort of threshold of the doorway, she has a big smile on her face, just lending in with everyone else, even though it does look just slightly forced. Malcolm greets you all. I'm so sorry for that slight disruption. I promise there won't be anything else of the sort during your time here. I am going to take us into the meditation hall for us to focus on gratitude journaling. Is this all right with everyone? Oh, no, you can sounds wonderful. You can lead me anywhere, Malcolm. Perfect. Wonderful. I love to hear it. All right. If you'll please follow me and guide you up the path. There are some others that are sort of giggling and talking amongst themselves <laughs> excitedly and lead you into the meditation hall. This is a, go ahead. Sorry, as we're walking over, I want to slip Nicholas the note. And so Nicholas can keep that note on him. As you get into the meditation hall, this is a very wide uh, sort of hardwood flooring, wide open space inside. Walls are going up into a large vaulted ceiling with great large skylights in order to have a full, beautiful, unobstructed view of the inside. There is a large tapestry put up against the far back wall. There's two doors over to the left of it. One has a restroom sign on it and then another door next to that. The tapestry itself is of a, 
it seems to be a person standing amidst a lotus flower that is blooming, showing various stars and energies and insignias for chakras and things like that around it. it seems to be very large, um, going over 20 feet uh, widest. There is a small table in the center of the room with a placard, some sheets of paper and incense. Sage is waiting for everyone inside and would like to guide you all in guided meditation. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to our next activity. This is going to focus on gratitude journaling, holding on to those positive emotions that you had from the bonding yurts. I want you to each take a single sheet of paper here and go and write, just write what is in your truest heart. In order to conserve paper, once again, there's only one set of instructions. So I'll ask you, each of you just to come by and read them and then take your single piece of paper. Again, trying to minimize our carbon footprint as much as we can. I will be going around the area. If you have ever just want to talk or need anything, thank you. Oh. And as folks start walking up towards the table, uh, who would be first to go to the gratitude journaling table? Going straight there. Okay. So as you go to this table, it has a purple tablecloth layered over it with a, a few holders of incense burning, and this placard is propped up. Gratitude journaling. Welcome to your first activity here at Heartland Hill Retreat. We hope you've enjoyed your time in the bonding yurt and are feeling happy and smiley already. You got a chance to appreciate something that means a lot to you. Uh, now let's do the same with someone who, meet, who means a lot. Take a piece of paper from the table here and a pen. Find a comfortable place and sit or rest in the room and get to writing. Don't rush. Spend time meditating on and thinking about the person. Imagine them being here with you and just write about them. Don't overthink it. Right from the heart. Now get started. You have 90 minutes. And as you are trying to read through these instructions, these little shapes that are dotting around on around the text here seem to start sort of growing and shrinking and wavering about. It makes it kind of difficult to focus in on the individual words, sort of like an optical illusion. I'd like you to roll a little bit of sanity as this is happening. Oh, three. I'm fine. Okay. Maybe it's some sort of optical illusion thing. Yeah, um, or maybe the drugs in here. Sure. I don't care if they're mm. drugging us. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note then, uh, as, as others are stepping up to the table, is everyone just reading through? If you're going to read through the instructions, go ahead and give me a sanity roll as this seems very odd and sort of catches you off guard. Well. And is anyone holding their breath? I'm, I am. Yeah, holding that of the incense, I'm going to hold my breath. Okay. Nice. Just bringing it in. All right, yeah. there we go. So give me just a second to each of these. Um, 
And for Russell and Nicholas, uh, did all both of you pass your sand rolls? I did I not. passed. Okay. So Nicholas, as you are reading through this, um, you it starts causing your heart to beat faster as you're holding your breath, seeing that this isn't right, this isn't natural. You're just going to lose two sanity, but that sort of jackrabbit heartbeat causes you to inadvertently inhale a bit. And you are back up here. Uh, Russell, I would also need a con roll from you as you are in this room, and Talia is going to roll con. Oh, 45 is not a pass on con. Do you want to use some luck for that? Uh, going to be what? Five. 12 luck? I'll spend 12 luck. I don't want to get all spacey again. <laughs> Yep, spending the luck. Sure. So as you, you start to feel the sort of uh, light of your vision is bent, sort of narrowing in a little bit, you stick it out and get to the furthest point of the room that you can away from the smoke from this incense uh, and manage to breathe lightly but feel like you haven't gotten anything else affected. So you all are in here for 90 minutes as you are writing through with your completely compostable pencil and <laughs> you're hearing occasional giggling and things from people that are smiling to themselves, maybe reflecting on what they're grateful for. <laughs> and Russell, you're, you slightly feel unnerved by this sort of giggling madness happening around you. Kiana I is... I am I am writing observational medical notes less a uh, less about gratitude. Okay. So in your notes as you are writing down, you are noticing that those impacted seem to be compelled to smile and laugh. Some of them are staring up in the air and sort of laughing or talking amongst themselves. You worry that there may be some hallucinatory component to it. Uh -huh. And Kiana is w sort of waiting until Sage and no others can see them. There is one wall that has a lot of windows across the south side. And she feels like you're alone enough. She uh, sort of comes over and it's like, all right, so uh, do you believe me now? Well, most of it. I'm sorry, the dome thing's still a little bit of a hang-up for me, but I'm with you 90%. Well, I mean, if you want, we can go out and check it out. They won't be back for maybe an hour yet. All right, let's go. Did you? Uh, yeah, let's let's step out. Get some fresh air. She walks past the large giggling man with face tattoos sort of writing and muttering to himself and you step out of the building you're pretty far north going up to the trees and she says well i guess pick a direction but we should be closest to the edge up here walks northbound 
into the forest. And as you are presumably letting her lead, Mm -hmm. her forehead smacks into seemingly nothing around them. She goes, oh, fuck. Okay, cool. That's here. That's where that is. I should have been holding my arm out or something. But um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Skeptic. Uh And your hand touches and it feels like the smoothest, most transparent crystalline glass. Some slight leaves may tend to fall as you see a breeze affecting only the trees away from you, none of them behind you, and some leaves sort of pitter-patter down and tumble down through this dome. What the, the rest fuck? of you in the meditation but... hall, hmm. what are you all writing about? You notice that some of your companions may have stepped away. Maybe they went to use a different bathroom. Hmm. I'm writing about my brother, David, who was the most wonderful person, the most accepting person, immediately accepted all of the changes in my life and never gave me any grief for it. Uh, uh, My parents weren't bad either, but uh, David was the best, which in truth wasn't true. It's my truth right now. <laughs> Positivity. Mm-hmm. Writing about my best friend, Raina. Just a wonderful person fill, filling my life with joy and light. We lived together for a while and she just, just radiated positivity. And she's just, I'm so grateful for her. That's so beautiful. What about you, Talia? Oh, I'm uh, writing about my sister June, and she's like she's like a daughter to me, and you know she's just fulfilled me. She was the one that recommended I, I come I come to a uh, meditation place, and I I found this one, and I'm just so so happy she recommended it here. I get to see all these wonderful people. I get to see Malcolm, who's always nice to to look at, and you know I just if she hadn't recommended that i search for help oh i I wouldn't be smiling now (laughs) and nicholas what are you doing i'm i'm writing about my mom Lindsay, who uh you know always did so much for me i i'm kind of tempted to roll luck to see whether i hear the rustle of that note in my pocket and have a glance at it that makes sense I was about to say that as you are writing, you really get carried away and you run out of room on the paper. As a psychologist, you're used to giving very lengthy uh, sentences. And so you start running out of room and pat around, wondering if you can borrow someone else's paper and your hand hits your pocket and you hear that crinkle of notebook paper. You can pull it out and look at it. Wow. Children die every day. And you can give me a power roll with a bonus die since you're focusing on these negative terms. Don't even need it. I rolled an eight first try. There you go. So thank God you thought about dead children because that managed to snap you out of this. Yeah. And now, you know, again, as a psychologist, I'm looking around at all these like blissed out people and I'm going to like check for um, staff and I'm going to, are there open windows in here? 
There aren't any open windows in here. It seems like sort of a plate glass set up that you can view the entire resort down to the south. Yeah, I'm just going to get myself to a space that's not next to that incense because I feel more clearly that it was a direct result. Sure. So as you're having to sort of tiptoe and lightly step over people that are sitting cross-legged in child's pose and writing and giggling to themselves. Some of them are like, oh my God, hi, I haven't even seen you yet. That's so funny. Can you imagine how many people we haven't seen before? Wow, this is such a unique experience. I'm Mallory, how are you? I'm, I'm great, Mallory, I'm great, how are you? I am wonderful. I'm so glad that I came here. You know, I I needed to get away for a minute. I needed to get away from my mother's controlling grip. And I'm so glad that I did. I feel free. I feel whole. Mallory, is this your first time at Heartland Hills? Of course. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm definitely going to be coming back, though. Oh, my yeah. gosh. How did you hear about it? Oh, it's, uh, I saw an advertisement on the subway. You know, they have those pictures that are up on the sides. And yeah. I normally don't ever look at those. But there was this homeless guy that kept trying to smell me. And I know that you're never supposed to make eye contact with them. So I was focused so hard just staring up and hoping that a police officer or someone would come by. Um, I had I had pepper spray, but I didn't even need it. You know, I think he just maybe had something better to do. And uh, I'm so glad that I just happened one in a million chance to see the advertisement for this place. Plus there was a Groupon. <laughs> right. right. Well, that's fantastic. Um, I, I'm sure we'll see each other again soon. I'm sure we will. I hope we do. Goodbye. Have a Namaste. pleasant day. Namaste. I don't even know what that means, but I love it. Yeah. Find She's an empty corner. <laughs> oh, Mallory. And I believe we're going to flash back to Russell mid what the fuck? Yeah, okay. I uh I can't can't blame me for not believing in dome, but my god. What the what the hell? I don't know. I was not ready for this, honestly. Actually, um, let's go ahead and have both of you roll a little bit of sand for running into a force field bubble. Yeah. 46 is a pass. I feel like this is Barely. still a one because yeah, this defies like all laws of nature. Uh-huh. This is bad. This is what we call in the business of not good. So glad for technical jargon. Uh-huh. So and did you uh, did you try the keys? Try the keys for what? Like, do you see a keyhole in here? This was for the meditation hall, but you didn't believe me about this knocks on it. The echo travels right, just right. a few I believe, feet. I believe you now. Okay. I mean, the negativity, I suppose, is good at the situation, but all right, I believe you. Okay, so like do you have it do we have we need to look for a hidden door? I there's a door in the meditation hall, I think. It's um huh. I I I I don't know where. 
they, the, it was the last note in the journal that they said that they were um, taking us downstairs in the meditation hall. The, the two doors are for a bathroom and the staff rooms. So there's something else that's got to be hidden in there, right? Right. So we got to the staff room. And there's, there's a few keys on here. So like, uh, I don't know. Um, like, I mean, they've got a, how many people are they? I've seen Malcolm. I've seen Sage. Do we have a staff count? Do we know how many of these? There are know, eight members on shepherds? duty. A voice behind you serenely states, there are eight members on duty. As you turn around and see Sage is standing behind you both. You know, we do have a rule to complete all of the activities. I don't think you're supposed to be out of the meditation hall at this time. Well, it just felt like, you know, my inner self was telling me uh, to get closer to nature. My mother always loved nature walks, you know. I want to feel closer to That's her. That's wonderful. And I never want to squash on a good thing. I'll tell you what. How about you both come with me back to the meditation hall and we can finish our exercises for the remainder of the hour. Kiana is backing up and her back hits the barrier behind her. She sort of stoops in and to try and meld as she presses herself against it. Sage's eyes flick to her and then back to you. You can give me a listen roll if you want. Oh. This is where it all goes wrong. 83. That's nowhere close. Okay. So would you like to come with me back to the meditation hall? But I'm having such a positive experience out here, and we believe in good vibes only, right? Oh, I know. And you know the most wonderful thing? On part of our schedule, we're going to be going out to the lake and focus on surrendering to wholeness for a natural activity. And you will have plenty of time at the evening of the day as the sun is setting to enjoy but this beauty that nature has around us. Have you, have you ever read... Um any philosophy about the Tao? A voice to the side of you says, oh, in fact, I have. And you see Malcolm has apparently walked barefoot through the leaves and grass and is very near to you and Kiana. You look to the other side and see another attendant has stepped up. Seems to be a shorter Asian woman with her hair pulled back into a ponytail. We really must insist that you complete the activities. We have very firm rules here in order to help ensure everyone gets the most benefit from this experience. You have to trust us in terms of guided meditation. Having a guide is exceptionally helpful. I'm like turning back with that plaster smile towards Kiana. What is she doing? Kiana 
tries to bolt. Oh, shit. And with an ot six is immediately grabbed by her arm by this short attendant who seems to be stout despite her height. Grabs Kiana and then puts her arm behind her back. It says, now, there are some punishments we don't like to talk about here. This is truly for your own good, and I must insist you come with me. Nicholas, as you're focusing on this negativity, you haven't seen any other attendants uh, or staff around. What are you doing? It's about 45 minutes, almost an hour at this point. You're also muted. Right. There you go. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm sort of scanning for anybody else who doesn't seem to be totally wigged out. And I'm assuming that everybody in here is lost it. Even James, who seems to be the most dour on arrival, has the biggest smile on their face. It really seems like something's working here. Um, and I guess now that I'm lucid, it's going to be obvious that Russell and Kiana are gone. Yes. Uh, I'll like do a like nice ca casual stretch and like fan myself a little bit with my um, gratitude note and look out the windows to see if they're outside. Sure. You step up to the south facing windows and you see the rest of the uh, the rest of the resort. Um, there seem to be some folks setting things up at a table down by the lake. Weird enough, you see a pizza oven being set up nearby with some tables sort of being brought out. Tables is a generous statement. It's bits of wood that they are piling on other bits of wood, probably something organic or recycled. You can turn, again, tiptoeing other over other giggling masses and uh, wave to Mallory again as she sort of like taps your ankle and step over to the south side or uh, the north side, pardon me. There isn't a very large window here, but there is still one. You can reach up to test it and seems to be firmly locked in place. Um, but you can see the forest facing the north. You can go ahead and roll me a spot hidden while you're up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, not the most observant, Nicholas. That's fine. Um, this is, I think at this point, you just may be trying to focus on not listening to the giggles and laughter behind you that's feeling more and more sick. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm also, are the, the trees totally motionless? Inside, yes. Well, inside. Oh, inside, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the trees around this uh, building are motionless, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's never the case, especially when you go up high. It doesn't, so like that last item on the list, which made me wonder if Kiana was nuts, I'm having thoughts about, um, and my smile feels really like there's no comfortable smile. It's like- Your cheeks sort of hurt after, yeah. you know, whenever you have a night laughing too hard, your cheeks are sore, you're kind of getting that. 
Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm, yeah, I, unless, since I don't know where they are, I'm not going to take off. I probably don't have a, there's probably not a clock in here or anything, right? That would be no. too harsh. Yes, yeah. we want to forget about the cruel passage of time in here. But they are setting up the lunch table, so maybe this will be over soon, because I would like to find the others who are sane. Speaking of, this will all be over soon. Russell and Kiana are brought back. Oh, I some... want to... Hmm? I was going to say, if they're going to come for me, I want to stab one of them with my compostable pencil. Oh, great. All right, I let's do combat, baby. Okay. <laughs> stab stage with this organic pencil. All right. It's an uh, 04. That's an extreme success. <laughs> well, hang on. We got to go in dex order first. I will oh, let you keep that extreme, oh. though. Um... Let's see. What is your dex? Oh, I'm 44. I am not a fast man. I'm old. Okay. Uh, 65. And... Whoops. Ooh, of 75. Okay. And okay, so as you're sort of doing that eye lock left, right, keeping an eye on both of them, uh, as Kiana is getting carried uh, back towards the building, you get that impulse to start and fight as a very firm hand reaches out to grab your arm. If you would like to dodge, you can. This will be a regular fighting brawl roll. Oh, yeah. I, I fought back with that 04, I suppose. Okay. So he, he had a regular success reaching out mm -hmm. to you. Uh, so you plant this compostable pencil into his forearm. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. What would that be? John Wick Just killed two guys with it. So how about a D4? D4. Perfect. Sharp. The fucking pencil. Or there you go. This is what I like to see. You manage to hit a nerve on Malcolm as you plant this into your arm. He screams and echoes. No birds fly away. The scream seems to be captured by the forest, only echoed back by this dome that falls silent eerily quickly. Uh, from that, Sage is now going to. Well, see, this is something very odd. As you're looking at her, her eyes are burning with a white intensity. As she is going to reach out and try and put you into a chokehold. And you can go ahead and dodge or fight back with being outnumbered. Fighting, fighting with this pencil. Well, you'll have to pull it back out of his arm. Well, 92. Okay. That, that accurately reflects the... Uh... Okay, so that is going to be an 18 that she rolled, which is a hard success. What I am going to do now is, since you are choking, and I don't remember exact rules for strangulation, we are going to start rolling con at more and more penalties as this goes on. Okay, um, it is now your turn. All right, 
Again, she I'm is small and her, her grip me. is like iron. Okay. I'm trying to uh, stab her with the pencil. <laughs> roll to stab. Nope, 64. Used up. <laughs> okay. Her grip tightens around in your neck. I would like you to roll con with a penalty dice. I've already failed. <laughs> so as you are flailing and stabbing, Malcolm is sort of holding his arm and apologizing and saying, I'm so sorry I wasn't fast enough. You hear Sage say, that's okay. This will all work out in the end. You bastards! As it goes black. <laughs> you wake up some time later. Can't have been very long. People don't stay unconscious that long. You know that much. And you're in a room covered in yoga paraphernalia and things. Um, there's a statue of a Buddha. There's a poster with alignments of chakras all over the walls in here. You're looking around. Kiana isn't there. And as you're starting to get your bearings and your wits about you, you happen to notice there's a slight grayish substance coming down through a vent in the ceiling. Um, how am I tied up? No, you're free. Right, I want to start looking for. I you don't want that substance. I want to. I want to. Yeah. I want to stop that up if I can. I either have to take off my shirt or take up rug or tapestry off the wall. I don't like whatever the hell they're up to. Sure, you rush to the door, try the handle. It is locked, maybe even barred on the other side. It doesn't even budge. You go get one of the uh, tables and pull it up to try and take your shirt and mash this vent down. The smoke continues spilling out. You rush over to get a tapestry and place it against the top. As you pull the tapestry down, you see this strange symbol is carved onto the wall behind it. And as you keep trying to place it and stifle this gas, you see it leaking down through the weaves of this fabric. And you begin to fall unconscious. And you dream. Everything goes black. And then there is a blinding light. It seems to stun you and dazzle you. You see this giant gemstone lotus flower creaking and opening in front of you, welcoming you in. Your body is taking steps toward it as your mind screams to stay away. Your body continues moving despite your protests outside of your control. You go and step into the center of this bright flower and look up and see a room full of smiling faces cheering you on. You see Sage whispering affirmations to you as these petals begin to close around you. What looked like beautiful gemstone is still as sharp and these edges forming the flower begin cutting into your skin with an impossible pressure 
cutting you, pressing you, squeezing you. Your hot blood begins to run out of these wounds and something else runs into your body, something warm, something peaceful, something that invades that area under your skin and fills you with the warmth that you can't even feel your feet anymore. You can't feel your legs, your face, and it's all okay. It's all fine because this is how things are meant to be. I would like you to roll a little bit of sand. Uh-huh. <laughs> I miraculously passed that. <laughs> I am stunned. So you got sand rock solid. It's just con. That's how I got to focus on you. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you... Your dream goes black once again as the petals close around you. Everyone else, a short time later, the doors open and Malcolm comes in, a bandage around his arm, might be showing through the linen wraps, and is leading Dr. Boren back into the room as Dr. Boren, you feel good he seems like whatever may have been bothering him isn't bothering him anymore hmm. welcome you were injured oh just this i was uh, trying to get things set up for everyone's dinner this evening and got a little bit clumsy oh it's a good thing the doctor was with you i mean that's what fortuitous luck i mean everything here seems to work out so i wonderful. was so lucky yes i was so grateful that dr boren was here taps you on the back and you're kind of hmm well i i know we're all like natural and everything here but you did use soap right or an anti of course we have a first aid kit in every building just Excellent. for these little accidents but that's okay Every scar is a story, something that can be told and shared with others. Ah, yes. Yeah. That's a... Beautiful words, Malcolm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's I a beautiful a day. Now, what's next? Well, let's see. Does anyone still have their schedules with them? Oh, I do. Perfect. Can you tell me what stage we're at now? <laughs> I know my character would have it, but I actually don't. We're having so. a lunch break. Of course, you all ah. have lost track of time with your gratitude journaling. We have actually set up an oven outside for each of you, and we are making our homemade recipe vegan pizzas with cauliflower crust and seasoned broccoli toppings and nutritional yeast cheese over it with a pesto sauce. It's really delightful, and I think you're all going to love it if you come with me. Everyone in the room, including the ex-con, is giddy as they're saying, oh, I've never had, bro I didn't know you could put broccoli on pizzas. I wonder if there'll be pineapple too. I oh. mean, who doesn't like cauliflower? I need a power roll. <laughs> what a great opportunity to try something new. I've never had that before. Oh, that's That sounds good. As you all are led outside of the meditation hall, Nicholas, I think you're the only sober one right now. You don't see Kiana. 
I was afraid of that. Um, I'm going to uh, hang back for a moment and um, copy the note that Dr. Boren gave me uh, a, sort of across the my, my gratitude page so that there's more than one of them. Because he looks uh, blissed out and Kian is missing and Malcolm, uh, it's a thick enough bandage, like, and I was watching them set up lunch, not dinner, and he wasn't there. So it's all, yeah, I need to clue some, I need to, I need to see if the doctor recognizes the note. Sure. So for convenience sake, let's say that all of the other groups just settle around an individual table. They're becoming best friends for life at this point. So there is a table yeah. remaining that each of you can come and take a seat. There are no empty chairs, though. Mm. There should be one. Sure. I have very good communication. That's okay. Um, I can stay. Standing is good for you. We sit too much anyway. No, there's chairs for all of us. Just not an extra one. Well, why, would there, why would there be an extra one? Well, you remember uh, Miss Winter. <laughs> Winter, winter is coming, right? Yeah, no, no. She's she's a long time. Which which one of you had had joked about the the toilet thing being a test? I I was I had thought maybe they did that yoga for everybody as well, a you know, initial. I thought that was silly, and I just took care of the problem. But if if we're eating vegan. How did that toilet get so fucking clogged? I mean, it's kind of funny, but you're focused on the wrong thing. I'm I'm being lighthearted. It's I mean, in the oh. past. You just gotta let it go. Well, maybe, maybe somebody, uh, some silly camper brought something they shouldn't have, and they tried well, to flush it down the toilet, maybe. and that's how it got clogged. But you know. I mean, you're a psychologist. There's got to be kind of like a a clever way to lead us down the path to enlightenment that they might be employing that sort of stuff. I'm it's, not complaining. It's just, it's, you know, it's just like, it's, it's I'm interesting to the, see their method. I'm going to give the, the, the master uh, note to James because Dr. Boren looks like he might not be receptive. What, what is this? This is something that I uh, was given earlier that I found really interesting. That Kiana uh, had it. If you look, I found that this item, when I point to the children die every day, <laughs> and this was very clarifying to me. I think they took Kiana's for some much needed one-on-one -on -one time. I'm sure she'll be right as rain. Well, I mean, Kiana was kind of a negative nancy so maybe they just told her to leave it really was do you know when they mentioned that, down the vibe when they mentioned that they had sometimes to discipline people i wondered what that might look like because everyone here is so uh, giving and loving what would i guess flower, be? when the flower first starts to eat you you're scared but that's okay it's what? okay to be scared sometimes everything sure. True You're very poetic. Words. Yeah. You're very poetic. Everything's great. That must be a T.S. Eliot thing. Or I, something. I don't understand this. 
find the underground room in the meditation hall? We are surrounded by an invisible petrol. What is this? Is this poetry or is this? There's tapestry. There's tapestry. Did you write some poetry, Nick? Down there. Is it good? No. It was a list of things. It does. It's not important anymore. Mm. Tell me about the flowers today, you, Doctor Russell. It's Sage's flower. It like your life. It, it hurts at first, but then everything it just flows. She just wants to help us. I feel Nothing so lasts. much better now after her her guidance. Nothing lasts and it hurts. Mm -hmm. Racism, sexism. Whoa. Well, you're just focusing on the you're focusing on the negative parts Gosh, of life. That's no, very no, but... negative. Well, no, I'm just reading the don't note. Be negative. But, you so... know, I I went through a lot of problems, so. Well. But it's hard to the, imagine. That's the lesson. That's the lesson. It's hard to imagine all those things still affecting you now. You feel different and beyond that. And Nicholas, you feel like James is focusing on the note and their eyes are still sort of glazing over. If you mm. want, you feel like you could try and hammer in some good old negativity for them mm -hmm. to try and shake them back up. But it yeah. might require a hard social skill role. I'm going to I'm going to lean in and I'm going to sort of slap James on the thigh and dig my fingers in a little and lean a little bit close to James's ear and say uh all this fucking bullshit and the drugs and the fucking incense have messed up your stupid fucking head. I think more the fact that I'll give you a bonus die for the digging in fingernails too. Yeah, well, actually, and touching my thigh. <laughs> I'm a I, I, a fast talk is among my better skills. In fact, it is my highest skill, and I rolled an eighteen, so I do not need a second. Oh, die. okay. So that's and a if hard. I'm rolling pow, I got a ten. All right, this is severely unpleasant, James. He just I, harshed I'm... your mellow so hard. I'm looking at him like, why Why would you say that? Get your fucking hand off me. Absolutely. Oh. James, look, look the fuck around. Everybody here looks like a fucking zombie. <laughs> I'm going to put some lemongrass on mine. Tell you, that's crazy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Diana's missing. She's being disciplined, and the doctor is uh, looks like it's, he's. They've. It's why. I, don't worry about her. They wouldn't really hurt any, They wouldn't hurt anybody. Here. They just wanna. They just wanna help. I'm gonna um, give him his note. The flower hurts at first, but it gets all better. It gets all better. That's it's, right. That's right, Doctor Russell. You, you things are looking great. Um, uh, he's a doctor, and he's a dignified doctor. Why is he acting like this? You know, because they, because they fucking yeah, because they shoved the entire I don't know opium thing up his ass. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try Karen. Um, 
but don't, you know, again, like the note said, smile at the attendance because I mean, they're letting us go in the morning. They're keeping us overnight. Keep smiling. Uh, Someone walks past. Are you enjoying the meal? Oh, it's amazing. Grand. It's the best thing I've ever had. Who knew? Wonderful. Cauliflower, right? Who knew? Yes. We actually grow it right out back. So lovely. Absolutely zero carbon footprint. I can't wait. Do you want more? We can give you seconds for sure. Oh. Oh, please do. Oh, thanks. I'm watching my. I'm I'm watching my. My weight. I had surgery. I'm sort of already full of joy. You know. That's so great to hear. Amazing. Well, I'll go ahead and get you some seconds over there. Let us know if there's any special ingredients you want. Otherwise, I'll be right back. Mm. And it's already got some special ingredients. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the note on Karen. Um, what's her? What's the schedule look like? When do we got some free time to? Huh. There's no free time. That would be now ish. Yeah. Hi, Karen. Do you remember? Yeah. Kiana. Yeah. Gosh, what a silly goose. Just negative. They're negative. She, she seems like she had something on her mind, but she's also she's a writer, and I, you know, and I, I got this note from her, and I think it's really interesting. And uh, I, I'm going to hand it to her and let her like scan at least half of it before I give her the treatment. And I'm going to wander outside, just outside, outside. Sure, the you're already outside, just sitting at tables. Oh, of that, course, okay. yeah. You can outside. mill around for sure. Where would you like to go? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over if there's like a stand of trees nearby. I just want to get a little bit away to get perspective on this of course suddenly frightening situation I've found myself in. One of the attendants will say, like, oh yes, you want to commune with nature some? I highly recommend the forested area right over there. Would you like a blanket? I can have you so that way you can sit down on. Oh, I'm I'm okay. It's it's quite warm and I'll just I'll just sit in the grass. Of course. Feel Mother Earth beneath your feet and be free and amongst yourself. I understand. We'll see you soon. You can walk yeah. into a copse of trees. And then I don't have to. The smell. air is still. The heat is still pressing. How's the grass feel? Soft? Real? I maybe good. Depends you're on your opinion of grass, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I like nature, so I'll just sort of is this real? Is this something that's been this all seems now artificial sure you can reach out and touch you can break a twig off of the tree this is real forested wildlife well no wildlife is actually around and now that you mention it's kind of weird you haven't even heard any locusts here typically they're all a buzzing at this stage in summer but it's extremely peaceful and quiet here 
Yeah, it's one of the most annoying sounds. The cicadas, the making. Isn't it nice that that isn't here, though? Yeah, but no. It's too wrong. Aaron, you self-involved, self-involved fucking asshole! You fall into a fucking trap, and you're too stupid to recognize it. Give me that roll. Drugs. This is what I get back. Let's hope he Uh, gets it. 24. Almost. Oh, yeah, it's a heart. Yep. Nice. So I guess being a psychologist, you just know exactly what buttons to press on people. (laughs) Them showing their treasured items was their kryptonite. I'm sorry to be so harsh. Look around. Everybody's fucking out of their minds on drugs. This is a fucking (laughs) fish concert. Oh, fish can have concerts. <laughs> what's wrong with what's wrong with Doctor Boren? I think they gave him that extra dose. Fucking they 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 took Kiana somewhere. You have to find where they do the discipline. Because for all I know, I mean, if they blissed him out like this, who knows what they did to her? <laughs> we need to get Talia to snap out of it too. I think. Uh... Yeah. The more of us that are in on this, the better. Yeah, maybe if we go at it together, because she's really into it. Oh. Uh, but you've hey, bonded Talia. with her a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Talia, look, this is so interesting. Look, um, look what Nicholas, oh. he wrote some a really touching thing about his mother. Oh. oh. I think it's just yeah. got really good vibes to it. Put your oh. put your pizza down. It's oh. um the nutritional yeast is gonna fall on it. Oh, you're right. Okay. I I do like to oh. read and eat. Oh, thank you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Your sister sent you here intentionally because she hates your fucking guts and you really are a bitch. Hmm. <laughs> if you weren't so fucking dim-witted, you'd have figured it out already, you stupid shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, my luck. Give me a bonus die on that for the double assault. <laughs> All right. Good thing. <laughs> That's my pal. Okay. <laughs> Just a regular that time. I think Karen got it too. That was Do I get a bonus on my pal yeah, roll? If sure. I, if... Yes. For, for okay. the twin assault. Good. Good. If not, I'd be like dead. I mean, I could just listen to you all neutral, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, the bonus day up for my pal. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this oh. table's just getting all brought down. What? Yeah, what? Yeah, arch vibe. Keep smiling, Russell. You lucky uh, devil. You, you lucky devil. You uh, lucky devil. You. I mean, I, I can't. You just. Russell, do you remember what happened to Malcolm's arm? Did his oh. man bun come loose and bite him? <laughs> I lost my pencil in it. Why didn't you know? <laughs> you lost your pencil in his arm. One of those funny things. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That must have hurt. Oh, this place bunch, is a lot right? of fun, isn't it? It's really wacky. Do you know where Keon is? Did you see where they? The lady, her? the not Sage, just the other. My well, lady. She's she's just. It's. What are you so worried about? Oh, I'm not worried. I'm delighted. Everything's delightful. Oh, well, I'm sure wherever she is, it's just as wonderful as it is here. Do you see the nice lady that took Kiana somewhere? Can you point her out to us? It's you're looking around, Talia. It's uh, the attendant goes and sets a fresh pizza in front of you, oh, and happens to be a short set 
maybe Korean woman with hair and a ponytail. Oh, thank you. I love lemongrass. I, I just you broadly at her. <laughs> yes, that's great. Hello, that's great. Dr. Boren. Hello. Oh, you've met? You're not one of our people. We're with Malcolm. I know. We have a guest list. We like to be familiar with all of our clients during these retreats. We don't have that many people. It's honestly fun. Kind of like a guessing game, you know? It's so thoughtful. But what is there to guess? Here. It's always, it's always good. Yes, it is. It's no fear, no unknowns, just good vibes only. Good vibes only. That's right. Perfect. I'm only. so glad to hear all of you are really getting in the spirit. We really want to help you all through this. And it I'm seems like everything is on so track. Let me go there refill are people your waters. out here who are good enough who want the help. That makes me so happy. Oh, you're too kind. And like kind of pat you on the shoulder. And oh, uh, what's your name? I haven't my met you name? already. Yeah. Hi. Sorry. My name is Kim. Hi, Kim. It's great yeah. to meet you. Thank you so much. Hi, Nicholas. Great that you're bringing more water. It's kind of hot today. There's no breeze at all. I know. I mean, it's so beautifully still. We have these uh, we have these resorts all over. And so we try to pick locations that get good cloud and sky views and whatnot. Mm. But unfortunately, the UK tends to be a little temperamental with its weather. I highly recommend checking out one of our other Heartland Hills areas, maybe in a more scenic location. We have some all over the country. Amazing. When did you have your first retreat? Mm. I assume that's how you started here, right? You were probably a customer before you or a staff. Oh, that's why you get the big bucks so sharp. Yes, I had. Uh, I went through one of these a couple of years ago, and it really changed my life. And I just really want to help everyone else change their lives for the better as well. I just uh, think that almost everybody would want to work here, right? It must be so much fun. It must be I'll so tell you gratifying. What, you can if you want to. We certainly don't turn down any applicants. If you're interested, after this whole resort and conclusion has happened, then we'll be more than happy to see if you would want to help out too. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. So great to meet you. So great to meet you. All right. Huh. It's getting tiring. Um, yeah. And on that note, would you all like to take a five, 10 minute bio break from all this smiling and positivity? Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be great. Why would you want a break from the relentless positivity? Everything's so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, BRB. Is everybody all good? Yeah. Super. Why Let's... wouldn't we be good? <laughs> of Everything's course. great. Yeah. So let's snap back to the conversation at the table. Uh, do we? Do you think we can even try Russell? He's the only one who might know where Kiana is, but he seems to be really fucking high. I think we have to try, right? Like, I, right. I don't feel right leaving someone in that state. Well, uh, double teaming Talia seemed to work, so... Russell, do you think you could have a look at the um you would you proofread would you proofread my entry that I No, I you're my friend? Proofreading 
Karen, dear, proofreading is focusing on your mistakes. Well, you then just tell have me to about let the vibes. The paper be. Could you tell me about the vibes that I'm giving with this passage about my best friend? Oh, I well, think... this is a very nicely ordered list of things. Lists can yeah. be very helpful. They sure it's can. It's a great stylistic choice. The bottom half, which you might remember you gave to me, it includes the fact that you probably know from fucking personal experience, Dr. Moron, that children die, probably at your hand. Snap the fuck out of it, you shithead. Kiana's missing. You're old, you're old and decrepit, and your body's no, falling apart. Sometimes die soon. We all have to release our energy back into the earth. I'm afraid he likes it. When it's all right. <laughs> you can roll pow if you want, or Russell just seems to be digging it. You don't have to try and focus on the negativity. As as a player, I want to focus on the negativity. I'm a pretty negative. Uh, no, I feel 94. like it was. Oh. <laughs> Ouch! Those vibes are very ungood. I, age is not something to be afraid of. When my body is ready to go, then I will go. Mm. Yeah. The flower taught me that. Yeah, things can be scary, but in the end, it all works out. Yeah, pain like it, melts like, away, and you like let happiness in. Like it worked out for your ancestors in Pol Pot and came to down. Colonialism happened in the past. Yeah. Speaking of the past, Russell, uh, did you see where the nice uh, lady took our friend Kiana? Oh, I'd love, I'd love they, to see how she's progressing. They, I didn't see where Kiana went. I mean, they took me to the flower room. Do you remember how you got out of the flower room? Uh, through the flower, of course. Is it in the, the building up top? I don't know where it is. Hmm. How'd you so, get into the room? Oh, Sage brought me there. I oh. think. Page. And on that, we're going to flash over to James, who is still walking yeah. through the forest, like making sure that all of this is real. And you can go ahead and give me a listen roll if you want. Okay. On 23. Oh, what is my listen? Where is listen? Uh, 23 out of 41, so okay, I can so, make it a hard. No, that's perfectly fine. In all of this complete silence away from the chatter of the vegan pizza lunch, uh, you hear some footsteps crinkling on some dried grass behind you. It seems like two pairs of feet. Okay, I'm going to turn around all of a sudden startled. Sure. Whoa, whoa there, Tiger. Nothing to be worried about here. What has you all jumpy? It's Malcolm, carrying a stack of shovels. Well, hi, Malcolm. You, uh, you just startled me. It's very quiet. It peaceful. is. Isn't it so peaceful? Is it just Malcolm? It's Malcolm. And as you turn and look over, Malcolm says, isn't it so peaceful, Kiana? And you see Kiana is standing relatively blank-faced next to him, also carrying a bundle of shovels. And she 
Uh-huh. Yeah. It is. It's nice. Oh. Yeah, it's um it's very pretty here. You don't get this very often in England, I suppose. No, it's wonderful that we have such a beautiful clear sky day for this. We were actually just setting up for the next activity. Would you want to help us? Or I was going to go and get the rest of the group and bring them out here in just a minute. Oh, let them enjoy their pizzas. I'll help you. One okay. does one will be helpful. Perfect. Here, I'll tell you what. You take two shovels and I'll take two shovels. We're going to go and start walking a little ways out into the woods. It's at this point that you're noticing a lot of small mounds all around you, sort of like a minefield in this forest. As he walks deeper in, Malcolm says, oh, this looks like a great spot. And go ahead and set those shovels down just by this tree over here. Kiana, could you be a deer and go back and get the table and other things to set up while I go get the rest of the group? Does that sound okay? And she vacantly nods in return and stiffly walks out. Yeah. So this is for the next activity here. I need to go set up the table and this is gonna be focused on letting go of attachments. I'll tell you what, um, would you like to come with me? And that way we can go get the rest of the group and get everybody ready to come down here. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go with you. Okay. And the strenuous sweaty activity is starting to cause the the bandage on his arm is seeping a bit and you're seeing a little bit of red start to bleed through onto the nice clean linen that he's wearing billowing around him. Sure, so sure. how do you like everything so far, James? It's really nice. Um, I think your, your uh, scratch is bleeding a little bit. Oh, is it? Well, I'll have to get that cleaned up later. But right now, I am more interested in all of your well-being. I, I will heal perfectly fine. It really isn't a big deal. You know, accidents happen, but that's how we learn, right? Yeah. Um, Malcolm, would you, do you, would you feel uncomfortable if I told you I thought that you were a very attractive man? Well, I am no stranger to flattery, and I do truly appreciate the gesture. You're not so bad to look at yourself. You know, I used to be a girl. Oh, really? Can you tell me more about that? What led to your decision? Well, I never felt like a girl, mm -hmm. and I, uh, the fact that I, I like guys hasn't changed at all, but I just, you know, felt uncomfortable and, uh, I, you know, talked to, uh, uh, my psychiatrist about it for quite a long time. And, you know, after a lot of, a lot of counseling, a lot of screening, I finally made the choice to, uh, transition. Um, and how do you feel about it now? That sounds like a lot of negativity sitting around in your past. How about your present? Uh, well, things are a lot better. Yeah, That's things are a lot better. And um, I mean, I just want to focus 
on my art. I think that I can find the serene place inside so that I can create something really, really meaningful. Um, and that's really why I came here was to find meaning and purpose. That's beautiful. And thank you for trusting me with this. I truly appreciate it and hope we are able to fully help you realize all of the happiness and potential that can be ahead of you that is within you right now. Well, without, I, 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 I there, there's something, can I give you some advice? I, maybe I'm nobody to give you advice, but. I'm all ears. I mean, I want to trust you. I have trust issues anyway, but I want to trust you. And I think that you guys are trying really hard to, you know, do this in a nice way. But part of this whole process seems very formulaic and not, not, not as genuine as you could make it. I think that it just, just, I don't know. There's part of it that makes everybody feel a little uncomfortable and they're just sort of, you know, smiling and carrying along and probably in part hoping that the whole thing is just, just get over with. Um, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Those don't sound like good vibes at all. I can say that what starts to feel very formulaic is this is really focusing on guided meditations. And sometimes we do need to make ourselves slightly uncomfortable to really let go of those burdens and attachments that are holding us down so much. I really hope you're able to get through these feelings as well. I want you to trust me also. And I am telling you truthfully that I dearly want to help you. I want to help everyone be as happy and live a true life as they can. I believe that. So what are we burying out in the woods? Well, that's going to be a surprise. And take a look at that. Here we are. Everyone. Hello, hi, over here. Thank you. Thank you for your attention. We're about to start our next activity after lunch. I hope you all are well filled up because we're going to be doing a little bit of exercise. If you'll follow me back out into our forest over there. Oh, actually, ugh, scatterbrain me. Let's go back to your cabin real quick. We need to make a quick pit stop and then we can continue with the activity. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's had a chance to air out since uh, we were there uh, before meditation. Oh, gosh. I certainly hope so. Well, we'll just be a quick in and out. I'll tell you what, as you're walking down the path over to it, all of the other attendants are laughing and chatting with um, everyone else there. It seems to be a bubbly, wonderful mood, sort of like something out of a fairy tale. You go over to your cabin and Malcolm says, now I want each of you to go through your belongings and find that special item that we talked about in the yurts and go ahead and grab it and take it with us. I think for Miss Talia, it was your box of baby teeth. Uh, for Mr. Boren, it was that lovely stethoscope. Miss Coakley had a very dangerous pocket knife. And um, what was yours, Mr. Koontz? I, I can't the, quite remember. The pendant. 
<gasps> wonderful. You already have it with you. Terrific. I was too. And Mr. Caravan, can, Canavan, can you go get your sketch pad for me, please? Um, yeah, and I give Nick and Talia and Karen a wide-eyed look of absolute horror. Um, I'm going to go over and I'm going to attempt, hopefully not observed, to pull out the latest pages of my... Okay, give me a stealth my, roll. My book. Mm. Oh, and doesn't wouldn't you know it smells fresh as day in here? And an what was that? Oh, oh, James, did you happen to rip one of your pages? I may have. Um, well, that's okay. We won't need to worry about that for very long. Go ahead and grab it and take it with us. That's the beautiful thing about art. We can always create more and improve each time. I, I'm just going to stand there frozen. James, are you feeling all right? Uh, I've, I've worked on this for two years. Well, these are the material attachments that are keeping you weighed down. You trusted me earlier to share some of those hard feelings you've been going through. This is one of those things. It is an anchor that is weighing you down. I would like you to gather it. The more precious and connected you are with it, the more meaningful and impactful this next exercise is. Uh, I, I, I can't. There, there's no fucking way that I'm going to bury this in the ground. James, those don't sound like particularly good vibes. Do you need well, some extra assistance with this? How How is it that you're... This is not peaceful. This is tearing up my entire existence. I, I can't bury in, this in the ground. No. Sometimes, in order to build something new, we have to start fresh. If you want to plant a garden, sometimes you have to dig up the earth that is there so that something new and beautiful can grow from it. Yeah, uh, you can say everything that you like, but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Now, James, I know that this is a difficult and vulnerable time for you, but we can't have you ruining everyone else's good vibes with all of this pronounced negativity and difficulty. I'm, I'm going to pull the sheets back on my bed, shove it under the covers and sit on it. And I'm like, there's, there's no way. Sorry. I'll pick something else here. My pencil. But that isn't precious to you. This really needs to be something precious and meaningful to you, like Nicholas's amulet, like Karen's pocket knife. These are special items that are weighing you down that we need to learn to let go of if we ever want to grow to be more than we are right now. Look, he can get a new trinket for his neck and she can get a new pocket knife, but this is not replaceable. And you can always draw new art. I can't get new baby teeth. Exactly. Yeah, but that's this kind is of creepy. all part of letting go. <laughs> oh, now, James, geez. I won't have anyone insulting their precious <laughs> items. This is becoming 
quite Look, difficult. I'm sorry. We, to we hear could. This. We just need to let things go. Look, he's, he's going to make Malcolm you bury is such a things. good man. I stabbed him with a pencil, and he doesn't hold it against me. He's let it go. You Thank stabbed you, Doctor Boren. It was a harmless accident. I didn't want anyone to worry about it, really. I surprised him whenever he was out taking a walk, and I went to guide him back to the meditation hall, is all. Mm. No hard feelings either way. I don't begrudge a table if I happen to stub my toe on it. It's just doing what tables do. It's just there. Now, James, I need you to stop being a table and start being a new person. I need you to take that picture that you tore out, you don't even have to get rid of the entire art book. It seems like that picture alone is what is really tying you down. No, no the whole book is filled with, no. I'm going to pull it out. James, let me help you with that. And I'm going to go over and try to get in between Malcolm and James and pull up out of a spitcheroo because it's probably half empty, right? The, the sketchbook is probably half empty. No, it's probably almost all full. This is my graphic. I have a novel that I've been working on. Mm. Well, I mean, all, we, all he needs is the cover and some pages. He doesn't have to do anything. So just be nice. For it. <laughs> just run. Okay, let's just, it's, it's going to be fine it's gonna be fine james let me you know fine. here here's an idea why don't we trade you take my pendant no no I'll... sorry no no i'll, I'll look if that's what we have to do then this is what we have to do great great okay see malcolm he feels better he just you know I You're truly right. I, appreciate your assistance here, Nicholas. Yes, sometimes the dearest attachments are the hardest to let go of. James, I need you to trust me. This is truly for your own good. We are trying to help you live a better life. You don't want them to do what they did to the doctor. Fine. So... How deep oh. is the hole, Malcolm? Oh, not that deep. It depends on the... Oh, sorry, Kiana. I was in your way here. Tell you what, can you go get that item that you mentioned in the bonding yurt? And you all now see Kiana standing rather plainly in the doorway. She doesn't have any of that air about her as before. She seems slightly vacant. And... She says, um, what was it? The, the, sh the necklace? That's right. Can you go get that necklace that you brought out before? I think it's in your bag. Okay. And she tromps in, not careful of her steps, and then sloppily opens the bag, tosses out, some clothes, some sticks of incense, a lighter, various other things, and grabs the necklace haphazardly. All right, and we're going to the woods, right? Awesome. That's great. Lead the way, James. Oh, uh, Malcolm, fuck. <laughs> Yana, that was, uh, that necklace has something to do with your partner, right? Did you say you Yes, it is. Yeah. 
And she, uh, she went through this too. I'm sure that she took something of mine and buried it out there too. And that might've been why, Yeah. why that might've been what led me here all along. I think it was. Do you mind? I have, because you, you know, because you, you and your partner have gone through this. I'd like to hang back and and really get uh, to know a little more about that. So let's get let's, let's let Malcolm get ahead on the trip to the woods. Okay. Okay. What's your partner's name? Sarah. How's Sarah these days? Well. Has Sarah seemed normal? Does yes. Sarah seem smart and strong and good and like the partner that you married? Exactly. Or has she seemed has she seemed vacant and ruined and damaged? Remember? Remember? No. Sarah is? No, she seems good and she seems at peace. And I think that's what I've been missing. Um do, do you remember writing this note? to yourself so that you would be okay when this happened i'm assuming while you're having this conversation malcolm is continuing to try and coax james off the bed with the sketchbook oh i thought they were marching ahead no i so far as i know james is I've, still sitting on the bed with the sketch thing so malcolm no, is can oh i've gotten up okay I'm so yes as you all are walking out sure mm. we can have this uh walking into the woods um Oh, I think I remember that. It it ended up not being important. Um, I, we can't hear. Can't hear you, David. Who are you calling for? Oh, sorry. Karen, tell ya. Yeah. What? What? Uh, I, um... Kiana's having a hard time remembering how important her note is. Oh gosh. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to keep Malcolm from noticing while you remind her. Oh, was it useful to you? That's nice. I'm really glad that I could do something helpful. Yeah, well, look, look, have a look oh. at it. I'm gonna hustle ahead to distract Malcolm talking about my pendant so that he doesn't notice. Sure. Mm-hmm. And she looks at it. And sort of furrows her brow a bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Listen Warren. To me. Listen to me. The world is cruel and you are worthless. And we are all going to die alone and sad and no one will remember you. Karen, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. That sounds like a lot of hard negative emotions to keep buried down inside your partner is a meaningless shell of the woman that she used to be and so are you wake up go ahead and give me a social role persuade Mm -hmm. oh no uh no it's not worth it (laughs) she just says well i'm sorry you have such negativity in your life and really hope that we can work to try and be better than that. I know you can be better than that. Yeah, you just have to work on it. And I'm kind of shaking my head at Nicholas, like. Yeah. 
she's continuing to just walk out has like half hanging on to the necklace as it's dangling from her hand mm-hmm. you all walk past the lake it seems like there are other groups around in there yeah. maybe alternating you for different activities and leading out into the woods kiana helps guide you and she says no 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 it's just down here i remember remember and eventually malcolm and everyone will guide you to a small table with the purple tablecloth surrounded by shovels that are propped up on trees around it malcolm says stands near the table and says welcome everyone i know that we had some trouble getting out here but that's perfectly fine This next exercise is focused on letting go of attachments. Again, to conserve paper, we have the instructions laid out here, and I would ask you to read through these carefully. Sometimes you are your own best teacher in order to best understand how to think about these precious items and hold what is precious about them in your mind's eye and realize Those memories are already with you. They're a part of you. And you don't need that item to keep that memory alive. Mm. If you could please read through this here, I'll be standing by just for help in case anyone needs. Who would like to approach the table? Me. Okay. I am going to go out on a limb and assume that you are not holding your breath as you are doing so. That's, I mean... Why would I do such a silly thing as holding Right, that just sounds silly. <laughs> okay. what, a silly what a silly thing to do. Letting go of attachments. Now let's get you deeper into the process of becoming your truest and most actualized self. We hope you brought the meaningful item you presented at the bonding yurt, because now here you will have your chance to realize that the value this item had brought you is timeless and incorporeal. Take a shovel from next to this stand and get to digging. When the hole is big enough, place your item of significance in it and bury it deep. Remember, you're letting go of your attachment to it, not your memories or its significance. What it offered you was never about its physical form. As you take your time digging and meditating, imagine your heart filling up with space for new, different things, new experiences, more growth. You're unattached. You're free. Now get started. You have 90 minutes. And? And, ah, this this is reminding me of a very unpleasant room, this design. As you are reading this, those symbols on the page are again moving and dancing around. It's really delightful. You wonder how they managed to accomplish that. And as you breathe in deeply, you uh, feel even better reading through it and are looking forward to this new meditation. The rest of you, who would like to come next? Didn't Dr. Boren read it aloud? Oh, yes, but 
it's still part of the procedure in case of just hearing it, maybe hearing someone else's interpretation of those words. And so we need to read and make our own interpretations of them and decide what parts are the most meaningful to you. Kind of like reading Cormac McCarthy, you decide where to put the emphasis on those things. And then you read a nice story about a dad going on a walk with his son. Yeah. Yeah, very pleasant. I'm I'm grabbing a shovel and hitting Malcolm over the head with it and running. <laughs> okay. I would like you to make a dexterity roll first to see if you can or I tell you what, actually I think stealth would be better if you want to try and get the jump on him. I know that he James wrote a note to me saying that he had planned on doing this if i see him moving toward the shovel could i possibly distract malcolm with conversation sure um in that case how about everyone tell me where they are at during this time i also told talia and yeah uh, yeah so i would have been just a little bit behind karen because what i was trying to do was Move the teeth from my box and put them in my pocket. <laughs> okay. I so, also mm-hmm. will mention to everyone that I don't know about the invisible wall. I read it, but I don't understand it. So Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. So I'm I was I, behind James going to the purple table next. I've been working on breathing so that I could not inadvertently inhale again so i well, have my back I, and I, so this is where i'm trying to understand it sounds like james has been sort of whispering with the others and trying I to actually, get a surprise attack know. ready i actually wrote it inside wrote it. my thing and i've been showing them okay so i should just ask from the outset then is everyone on board with this surprise attack strategy yes <laughs> i expressed my concern about the numbers involved yeah uh, but i'm you know i didn't know that he was gonna just do it willy-nilly and i'm just preparing to hold my breath okay so in this case um everyone give me your dexterity please 47 45 47 Ooh. okay so that's talia Karen, 47. Oh, books. Uh, Borat is 44. Borat, not Borat. Jesus. Borat. <laughs> My wife the sent prize. me here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, James, you said 50-something? Uh, 58. Okay. <laughs> and so Malcolm not even to worry about metagaming, has a dexterity of 75. So in order to sort of facilitate this sneak attack, which I love the plan of beating an innocent person to death with shovels, um, let's say... (laughs) Okay, we'll see how far that goes. And so Russell is reading through this and feeling very good. Nicholas is approaching the table, uh, holding his breath and preparing to try and go through it. The rest of you sort of just fast talk with Malcolm saying it's like, oh yeah, no, I got it. And 
move yeah. over to get your shovels and sort of assume various positions to start digging. And you sort of put your shovels down into the ground a bit. Malcolm is a bit lost and it's like, oh, wait, so hang on. That isn't the way this is supposed to work. And James, you get to roll brawl. Okay. As I'm having, he's sort of overwhelmed and he's just going to miss or be surprised for this initiative. Okay. If you, you had asked me to do stealth, and I would have had to have spent. I, if it was just stuff. you, I would have asked for stealth. But since okay. it's multiple of you, I'm going to say you can get the drop on him. I got 17 out of 46. That's a hard. Okay. Uh, this shovel is very sturdy. And it does <laughs> a D8 plus damage bonus. I hope it'll kill him. Yeah, D8. He'll be divine. I did a six. Okay. How much health does he even have left? Because uh, somebody happened to do four damage, I think, hitting an artery on him. Uh, let me double check. I'll probably that. not knock him unconscious. <laughs> well, it depends on how deep that unconsciousness is, though. Um, okay. Great. So, as Malcolm says... That's not the way that this is supposed to bam onk. This back of the shovel hits him and you hear a crunch as it hits his head and he goes face down on the ground. And Dr. Boran, you see a nice pool of red flowers beginning oh. to spread out as if he's <laughs> taking a nap in a wonderful so, garden. Such lovely flowers they have around here. And the rest of you can roll sanity. Yeah. Even me? <laughs> Especially you. Because I'm not looking at him. I'm running by this time. Yeah, you just <laughs> murdered him. I passed. Pass. Fuck, I passed too. Okay, it's oh, one it? or a D6. I passed. Yeah. Wow, y'all are cold-blooded. Well, no, I'm, she's going to destroy two years of my life. Fuck and that. you killed all of his life. No. Well, I didn't mean to. I just meant to knock him. You know, like in the movies, knock him out. That's mm -hmm. the thing about the movies. I'm not staying to look. I am running as fast as I can for the... I'm trying what to look. Okay. Gain what some I... perspective here. You, I can't stop you, James. You're leaving. But I'm going to try to grab Talia and Nicholas. Like, we need to be logical about this. We need He's to hide this body. I don't think anyone's noticed yet. Yeah, we can't dig a deep enough hole for that. Did Are there... Uh, in the spades of earth that have come up, are there worms or insects? The earth is very moist and damp, and I will say that you are alone in this forest for 90 minutes, and there are three of you. If right. you would like to try digging a shallow grave, that might be feasible. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's use some of the... Uh, Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, Russell? Yeah. Uh, Kiana, um, why don't you guys tell each other some stories? We're gonna dig our holes extra deep right over here behind this shrub. I don't, I don't know that we Is have Malcolm time. Is Malcolm okay? Just a, he's just napping. Look, he's napping in these nice flowers. He's planting new flowers. Oh, yeah. that's right. You're right. Oh, well, that's nice. How Are far? we in the area near the trees? Could we just drag this body into the forest? I, thought, I don't know that we have time. Yeah, I think we're, 
it, the yeah, they're among the the holes. The these shallow graves are in the forest. Yes. Yes. I'm wondering if we if we can't use the the little mounds that are already here to help cover up the fact that there's been I see what you're saying. fresh okay. stuff. You know what would be the best is if you could cut them into smaller pieces and then disguise those underneath several other of those little mounds. That'd be, that'd be a good sanity roll there. <laughs> how, how far are we from the lake? Listen, um, we, James has run. Where do, yeah. do we even and know that's where actually James a great to? point. James, you are booking it through this forest, dodging through trees, running to escape. And all of a sudden, you, your nose crunches against something that you can't see. Take three points of damage as you ran into something. You can't see anything. Your nose is, your nose is squishy and blood is trickling and running down your chin you definitely shattered it and as you're happening to look up you see floating in mid-air is a slight red spot hovering sitting on nothing Fuck. and now you like can this. roll some more sand yeah mm -hmm. uh i might oh Oh, uh, that's a fail. Okay. So that's a uh, D6. Mm. I'll roll damage, but I'm not going to roll sand. It's more fun. Five. <gasps> oh, lovely. Oh. What's that intelligence looking like? Where's my intelligence? Oh, there it is. I got 53 out of 53. Oh, so man. I know that this is the invisible so wall. You barely grasp it. You're, your mind is racing. Maybe just from the blunt force trauma that just hit it. Um, however, you realize that this is real. This is happening. You are trapped in here in a force field with these crazy people. And you just murdered one of them. And you are going to be panicking for the next, well, I rolled a six on that D10. So it would be six hours until you run into someone else, maybe. And I'm going to say that you are suffering from a severe bout of claustrophobia and feeling okay. trapped like a rat in a cage. So can I make the logical assumption that there's got to be a way out, which would be the way that we came in? if there was a road. So I'm heading, now I'm probably skirting around the dome towards the buildings to see if I can find the hole out. Sure. But I'm, I'm so, doing this in a freaking panic. Yeah, taking your shovel, I'm imagining you are running and like hitting this dome. Oh, I, I dropped and, the shovel. Oh, okay. So then just yeah. with your hand, you're running around the side in a yellow wallpaper type fashion and trying to find the exit to this and going south because you know that's towards the car park. You know you walked in this direction. Yeah. And that's where we'll leave you for a second. Uh, the rest of you three stooges, what you doing with this body? We just need to find a way to cover it up quickly. I think, honestly, this note about the meditation hall, I think that might be worth investigating, but we need to act fast because James running off is going to attract a lot of attention. Yeah, he's going to get the, the Panopticon's going to notice him screaming and running around. Uh, yeah. 
uh, and I assume, uh, hi, uh, sorry, um, Kiana, you don't still have that extra key, do you? What key? That's what I thought. Um, do you need me to help you find something? If I've you got a, could... I need some skills, I might be able to get it open. I yeah, want to make with you the have keys an idea. Is dead on the ground. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I wasn't going to make you have an idea. <laughs> Those keys pointing at the dead man. <laughs> Good point. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you want a fun game, Russell, Kiana, digging oh. deep holes? Let's see if we can find some more magic under the ground. And I'll try to encourage. Well, that's not what the instructions said to do. The instructions said we have. To, I have to bury my stethoscope. Well, you got to yeah. dig a hole first to bury it. Yeah, let's do. Let's take a big one and see if we can oh. find more beautiful flowers. Okay, I will commence digging. Just. And reflecting on this meditation and really realizing how much you can let go and all of the good from this item and none of the bad attachments that are coming with it. Well, the ground is they're, they're like a bush that kind of like has its branches and stuff kind of hanging down onto the ground that I could conceivably just shove this body underneath. That sounds like a luck roll. <laughs> what kind of forest is this? Island. Uh, it is an unlucky forest. That's what it is. <laughs> These are pure, straight, tall trees. The roots don't even spread out. That's how it's so easy to dig around here. Yeah. No undergrowth to worry about. If we take, we only lost about 10 minutes. If we assume that we've got eight, we can use 60 of the 80 remaining minutes before we try to get out of here, before we try to find a way into the Let's just, let's just, let's just right. dig. They, they won't it's expect hot. us to, although but, I'm worried about, if James is running around screaming, that is, they're going to come looking for us sooner than that. Just, just throw him a little bit out of the way. I mean, you know, they're going to notice he's missing. It's not going to be like, oh, well, he's nowhere around. Let's, let's not dig a deep enough hole to put him in. Let's dig a deep enough hole to cover him with the dirt that we're taking out of the hole. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Fucker. Do you think that they're all drugged too? They seem not as dopey as you know. You're and... the psychologist. Can you tell? Right. Can I let's can I try that, Keeper? Do I sure. think that that uh he was I mean I've met what's her name? Kim. Kim said she was a I, you know, my psychology is not very good, but I rolled a hard success anyway. Okay, so what are you hoping to suss out? I, I'm trying to figure out whether the staff has swallowed the, as they say, Kool-Aid, although it was actually a different powdered beverage. Did, does, does Kim and Malcolm, did they believe that this was a beautiful thing? Or are they, are they, are they part of, are they out of their gourds? They seem, you wouldn't necessarily call it out of their gourds. They seem insistent and truly sincere in trying to share these things, that they are being completely honest, that they had a major life-changing event here, and it has really shaped them for the better. And they have been nothing but sunshine and rainbows since. And it's that 
hyper polite insistence that you're tempted to say that they're off their gourd, but you don't see any actual signs of like pathological denial or potential illness of some sort. They're happy cultists who want to inculcate what they have, what's happened to them and to others. Right. And it's not necessarily that like they're trying to share the good news is that they truly feel happy and want others to feel the same happiness. Whereas Kiana seems out of her gourd and seems unable to actually process negativity. Seems to have fractured memories. Which is what happened to her partner. Yeah. Whereas I'm still throwing dirt on top of this body. (laughs) But but Russell is different from Kiana. Like the the two of them kind of give us different Sure. Um, Russell seems like he's having a very lovely trip. Uh, He's laughing and giggling. Even the the flower note is he seems to potentially be hallucinating or something. But like he seems to have all of his faculties. He just refuses or is not able to really recognize or really put any stock in negativity because he's past that now. I feel like maybe we could still reach Russell. Speaking of Russells, where did the other Russell go? You know, that's really funny. You haven't seen him for a while. Hmm. I can use his ass to dig dig it. (laughs) (laughs) There's the other Russell. I totally forgot. I'm sure he's having a lovely time. Dr. Boren, would you come and talk with me for a minute? I think. Of course. One more try. Come, come what and sit with you... me for a moment and read this beautiful poetry. Wow. Oh, a poem. Could you perhaps recite it flowers. as a sort of slam poetry? Yes. To really try and get to him? Yes. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> if you don't mind if I read this aloud. Oh, that would um, be lovely. <clears throat> oh, I... People are dangerous. Everyone back home has forgotten all about you, and that's why... They are not responding to the money that you're sending to them. They've moved on. They don't care about you anymore. They used you up for everything you were good for, and now they've moved on to happier lives without you. Children die every day. In fact, maybe your children are dead right now. Halfway through her saying that, I just slap him in the face because I'm (laughs) sick of this shit. I'm like, (laughs) hard enough to try and knock his glasses off if he's having his <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead and roll me a d3 plus damage bonus. And Karen, uh, roll me a social skill. No, that's that's the wrong way to. I, I'm very very close. I will spend the luck for Boren. Yes, if you'll allow it, I will spend the. the oh, it's a four luck. Yeah. So you feel like he is so far gone? You will need an extreme success to try and get right. through to him through this haze. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's all. My family's not a concern oh, to me. I will do it for him. I will do it for myself. <laughs> I feel like I could actually reach him. I will do it for him. I will spend the 48 luck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and one point from my slap. Yes. And yes, so the slap also helps, but it's more like with the slap, Russell, you happen to just see the look in Karen's eyes and that insistence. And it reminds you of something back home, something you're forgetting that people do care about you and 
that you've lost them. And they may not care about you anymore. They, they don't need me anymore. What am I? Of course, I, they need you, Russell. I was just. What trying am to I supposed to do now? We get the hell out of here. Is what we do. All right. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Oh. That's okay. Ah. <laughs> oh. And now you see the dead body. And he wasn't oh mapping God. in a wonderful Uh yeah. What the yeah. fuck did you guys do to this guy? Uh, well, us? Oh jeez. Yeah. We didn't it wasn't Is he dead? I I mean I'm gonna go check. I'm like, yeah, sure. You can go over to him. No role required. There is no pulse. Oh. I'd have tried first aid if he hadn't. Yeah. First, you didn't hear the. I mean, you heard the crunch, but you were uh, fucking out oh, of it. Can we finish? Can we finish putting sod over this uh, poor bastard? And uh, we need to make it to the meditation lodge, um, Kiana. No, look, you guys. This place is surrounded by something. Like we can't leave. Yeah, the note. So the notes right about that. You, uh huh. It... That's look. We. I insisted that uh, that Kiana show me, and that's where they got us. We were right up against that. So we need, and they came for us. We need to move around behind the fucking yurts. And sneak into the back of the meditation hall before we, we thought, they come to look for us. Kiana speculated that it's somewhere in the staff rooms. That's where we need to go. But they're when we don't show up for our next scheduled bonding, we have some whatever. Time. We have well, some well, I thought the meditation hall is where she said there was a secret passage. The staff did not room. want there us was going a room. into their spaces. They, they, they took me, they brought me into a room and Pump something yeah. into this. Yeah. I bet Ugh. the staff rooms is where they keep their torture devices and punishment areas. But it's meditation hall is where she thought there was a secret passage. Yeah, so there's thought there's a room underneath it according to the note. Well, I passed my sanity for the corpse with the 46. So one okay. point on the pass. I Sure. Uh, actually, no. Just seeing a dead body. You're a doctor. You've done this before. Okay, yeah, you didn't right. actually see the death. The, like mm -hmm. that's, I think, the more sanity blasting part. Right, of it. Okay. Yeah, we do have to hustle though because they're going to pick Jim up. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's go. Oh, where did he go? Did he just he ran off that way. Running. I think he must have tried to go running for an exit or something. I think he went. He ran off to the. Like, Son, I think it's south. So I and I think we want to go around north to get behind the meditation. These people hall. are stronger than they look. All of them. I believe it. Yoga makes you. Did fit. you actually stick a pencil in Malcolm? <laughs> you know, I did. That they were dragging Kiana off. They were reaching for me. I had the pencil. Mm. Why you, you and not Kiana? Or why Kiana and not you? Look at her. I. Is he okay? Does he need a doctor? 
I, I, I am a doctor. I, I feel I'm, like I'm he shouldn't be it. sleeping so long. We still have well, things to do. Malcolm, I'm gonna go get. Wait, wait, help. Hey, no, hey, Kiana, Kiana, I'm a doctor. Look. Remember, they, yes. they, 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 they we... talk to me about my medical expertise. I, I am here to help. Yeah. And, and remember, uh, where did they, Mal do you remember where they brought you? I remember waking up in a beautiful, bright room. And then they led me out and I saw you all. It's been, it feels like I just woke up from a nap. Oh, really nice one. Well, that's good. Yeah. How about you? You, you. I think you, you look really tired. I think, as as a doctor, I, I, I think you need to go lay down for a minute. Go ahead and give me a persuade. Oh. Oh nine. That's an extreme mm. success. Ooh. Well. If you're a doctor, then I, I guess that would be nice. Plus, I'll be more rested for stuff later. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back be in the cabin if you need anything. Don't tell Wonderful. anybody about this, though. This is our secret between us and Malcolm. No, their secrets are fun. Secrets are very, very fun. Go. Yeah, you go. Go, you go take bonding. it down. Doctor's orders. Uh, okay, it's part of our group bonding. Team you're building doing a great exercise. Mm-hmm. All right. And she sort of steps off absentmindedly. If we can't get her out of here, I'm going to feel extremely bad. But I think we need to move clockwise to the north as soon as possible. Is, are we all in agreement? Yes. No, I... We got it. We're digging a hole? No, no, we, no. We, we just covered, we covered him up. I mean, oh. Yeah, we're, we're digging enough. We're digging up the soft earth above other people's precious items. There's a gold watch in one of these holes. I'm going to take it. Give me luck. Could go either way, after all. Um, no, 96. I have found very bad things. You find a Timex instead oh. of a Rolex. <laughs> Still ticking. <laughs> Uh, but right, we take the loose. If only somebody buried their prized pistol in a nice, pristine case, but alas, been nice. no such luck. Yeah, so, so we got his knife and some shovels. I James is, I suppose, gone. Mm -hmm. the fence, but I, I have a feeling if they if they grab him, they're going to take him to where we are going anyway. But then, let's get there on that. our own terms. And on that <laughs> note. We're going to flash back as a drone shot of James running with his hands in some sort of a sick mime game, trying to follow along and find an edge or a door around in this giant shell. You get back to the path that you walked up on your way here just this morning. You see signs for Heartland Hills just right ahead, and you are banging on this dome, and it is not giving. I'm picking up a big sharp rock and banging on it as well to okay. see um, if it cracks. Go ahead and roll me strength. 31. 31 out of 42. Okay. You are giving it all of your might and you are smashing and banging and the sound that this makes isn't like the bone echoing of glass. It is this deep muffled just a vibration 
and this and you can hear only the slightest reverberating out it seems silent this seems more crystalline than glass okay i panicked i'm out of my mind i'm looking around to see if i see anybody and then i'm going to continue to feel along the wall in that direction okay so you want to continue running around the clock yeah okay let me is there is there a path that we came up so i'm actually on the path but now there's you are on the path that you came up this morning i'm going to try and get down on my hands and knees and dig under it Oh, that's a good idea. Because um, I'm freaking panicked with the, with the rock in my hand. Sure. Uh, so as you're taking this rock and chipping it down into the dirt, I want you to go ahead and give me another... I want you to give me a strength roll for trying to climb or like dig through all of this with your bare fingers. And if you want to have reckless disregard, you can have a bonus die on this. Okay. Well, I am using the rock. Okay. But I have the rock sharp, I am holding on to it. I got a 50 in this case out of 42, so I didn't. Okay. So you are still digging down and trying to burrow your way through it. The rock is starting to become slick in your hands, and the dirt is getting softer somewhat as you realize that your hands are bleeding as you continue trying to hack your way through it. What's worse is that this dome seems to be coming from underground. The further down you dig, you're moving dirt away and watching it continue going like a giant eggshell. Um, Am I at least a little bit coming out of it, the panic? Sure. I think you've been screaming your head out for so long that like you're now reaching that oxygen deprivation and maybe needing to find a way. If you can't get out, what am I going to do? As I look down at my bloody hands and drop Take a the point rock, of damage for that too. Okay. Uh, as I look down at my bloody hands and then look back towards where I came from, I realized that somewhere along the way I dropped my sketch pad. So now I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I, uh, you've been working for years for that. Yeah. But, but I'm trapped. I'm running back for the, the sketch pad. I've got to find it. Okay. So the camera is going to flash up as you are moving back around counterclockwise this time as you are approaching where the other group members of the group is we see them also moving counterclockwise moving just far enough away from you as they are heading north i should be able to find it because it's bright yellow (laughs) sure i'll give you a spot hidden in a bit it's going to be just retracing your steps more all right all right and the four of you you are moving in through the forest getting closer to the meditation hall you can see it in through the trees okay um we get closer of course going to start like looking that there's a tree you can kind of like you know be stealthy sure. as as you can. everyone uh can give me a group stealth roll 
and potentially if someone wants to roll spot hidden to keep a lookout, um, I'll give a bonus die on that stealth roll. So group yeah. stealth rolls, whoever has the lowest stealth? Yes. I have 35. Yeah. I have 32. Base. base also. Ugh. I'll so do I'll the be... spot hidden. Because <laughs> you know I don't have the luck to spend on the stealth. I have great disguise, so maybe I'll put some shrubbery in front of my. Do you want to put on Malcolm's clothes and try and pass off as him? I don't know if you have enough hair to put into a man bun, but could be convincing. They're all clothed. <laughs> I don't think we had the presence of mind to undress it, and we took his keys. But yeah, I don't want to retcon that. It's a good idea. Oh, I'm just trying to think of morbid things to. Like yeah. saying, oh yeah, if you really wanted. Um, okay, so I'll tell you what, since Karen uh, does not have the luck to spend, Nicholas, go ahead and roll me that stealth. Karen, you can roll me a spot hidden to give him on I a success. Yeah. Okay, you got oh, that? Oh, 15 on my base 20. Wow. Wow. Okay. I will spend five to make that hard. You don't even need to. Okay. As Karen is taking a look, doesn't see anything, gives that go, go, go. And you all can hustle right into the meditation hall. It is empty. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Karen, uh, uh, I guess we're looking for any doors. We're trying to go down, right? That's what her note said. It's a basement, yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know if it's an outdoors basement, you know, like a cellar situation. Right. We were going around the trees, so I assume if it was a storm cellar sort of thing, we'd have seen those external doors. You see that there is a another door that you went into the main area of this meditation hall, but off towards what would be the right-hand side of the building. Uh, there seems to be a separate uh, sort of adjoined room. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, let's... Uh... And it, the incense is not burning in here currently? If you go inside the main hall, you can still get that faint whiff of it, yeah. but uh, it is not currently burning. All right. So we didn't have to, have to go to the main hall. We're going yeah. through some It depends. You can go right. into whatever door you want. Right. We want to go through whatever looks like it might lead to a cellar. And we have keys. Yes. Yeah. There is a storm door on the back side um, that okay. seems to be a separate adjoining room as you can take the keys and open it carefully peeking inside um, you can see that behind this heavy duty storm door is a room that looks very familiar to dr boren uh, it's a small enclosed space that has various sitting mats and yoga paraphernalia things over the wall there are various posters with platitudes like embrace the light and other chakra alignment charts inside of there russell your tapestry has been replaced oh uh, yeah they brought me into here be careful they can really bar this door behind us if they know we're down here so this is where the discipline happens this is where my discipline happened i don't know where they took diana uh how big they pumped something in through the vent yeah how big is the room it's maybe let's call it 10 by 10. it's just comfy just kind of do a. I mean from what from what kiana said i think this is where you come for your final meditation yeah, I'm just going to do a quick walkthrough, push on the walls, looking for, like, uh, 
false wall because we're looking for steps down and I don't want to hang okay. out here. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden roll. Come on, dice. Ooh, uh, 50, which is a pass. All right. Regular. Great. So as you are sort of tossing the place and looking for potential catches for secret doors, looking up under the mats, you don't find any stairs that would lead down into what would be a storm cellar. But what you do find are various odd sigils are carved into the ceilings and walls and floors underneath each of the seating mats is another one of those sigils that was like on those instructions that you were reading there are some on the ceiling behind every object in this room it's practically surrounded with them and as you're looking you feel this slight bearing down and it seems to move fluctuating on the floor Oh, all right, we need to we need to get out of here. I, I don't think it's the incense. It's almost like it's oh, more you'll in the watch incense. and something pressing on you. Yeah, not in an unpleasant way though. Right. No, this is this is this is where the flower is. No, we need to go. I'm I'm leaving. I'm going back out. Yeah. Um, what's the, like, there's nothing in that room that's like a, that's, that's made of, of, of strong metal, right? There's nothing like a. No, it's yeah. yoga mats, cotton pillows, yeah. wooden sculptures, yeah. a hang in there, baby cat poster. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hustle out. We need to find, so there were a couple doors from the meditation hall, right? There was a restroom and there was something else. Yes. Let's, so you let's can try that one. Okay. You can use the keys to go into there. These is the these is okay. Um, this is the staff bedroom section. You can see that there are a few bunks that are slightly more comfortable than the ones that you were on in the cabins before, and the door that is off on the right hand side uh, that reads for the guru's office. Using the keys to open through that, you can see that this is a small but tidy office with those sort of uh, wooden fake logs creating the interior of it. More posters of things are adorning the walls, things like we are all energetic beings, spread the love, we are all made of light. Um, And then on top of the desk is a tray that has everyone's contact info on it, as well as a roster, sort of like if you've been in your courses where there would be a photo and then a name to flip through for each of the group assignments. Good, I'm, uh, but uh, not our phones. As you are tossing through the desk, you can find the basket that you would put all of your phones in. Turn, uh, clicking them on, there is zero signal in here. And you had signal when you arrived this morning. Yeah, no, they've shut us down, but at least we could take pictures this way. Um, okay. Uh, and the roster, does it, uh, is it like a grid? Does it designate different things for different persons or anything? Each page has one of the attendants and then a list of names and numbers underneath. It was probably what Sage was reading from earlier. Um, as you are tossing through the desk, uh, folks can go ahead and make me a spot hidden roll as they're tossing this office as well. 
93. I am not focused on this at all. I think this is still just too much after seeing that room you were in. You're just shell-shocked. 100. Oh, Jesus. I just just barely passed. (laughs) Okay. So as you are, uh, let's say Karen is continuing to go through the desk. You find one of the drawers is uh, contains a box of curious incense. It seems to have this light pinkish uh, kind of hue to the stick rather than the typical brown of everything, sort of like a strawberry pocky stick or something. Uh, and as you are going through, you find that there's a false bottom and another one of the drawers that just had mundane paperwork in it. Inside of this is a steel box, like a banking accounting box. The keys don't open. You try the keys in it, and it doesn't open this one, though. Nicholas, did you find any keys when you were tossing through this desk? Uh, Not yet. Uh, I would look for something taped under something. These people are seem like they're not bright. Mm -hmm. Just take my pocket. And Talia, as you are searching through the closet of the room, you see that there is a stainless steel storage cabinet uh, tucked into the back corner of this office. And as you sort of open it up, you're in a rush trying to go through things. You see various cleaning supplies, like the rubber gloves and (laughs) goggles and things. And you happen to be a little bit uh, ungraceful with one of the cups of sulfuric acid. So that is going to be three points of acid damage as it continues eating through your arm and hand when it fell. And this room now smells wretched. I'll give myself a, a pal to make sure it's trying to suppress yelling out. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking shit! First aid, what to do? There's got to be a first aid kit. It's probably in the restroom or something. Do I have the knowledge? (laughs) You have the power. Yes, uh, I think you especially should have the first aid able. And there is a first aid kit uh, in the staff area of this room. 35 is one shy of a hard... For first aid, I'll spend a okay, point of that's block fine. to get a hard you can, okay. yeah. So you can essentially get into the kit and find a basic um, something mm-hmm. in it. Like maybe it's just some capsules that you know that the packing mm-hmm. ingredient is basic. So put that, dust it over the wound, sanitize mm-hmm. and keep it. So you can add a point to your HP, Talia. Um, okay. And it's no longer eating away at your flesh. God damn it. <laughs> Here, However, take these this place does stank now. Yeah. Also, you were shouting, so we should now. Yeah. <laughs> is the little metal box I found easy enough to just carry with me? I'll just, yes. The, the, it, the basement's clearly not here. Sure, it's heavy though. It's kind of weirdly heavy. Yeah, I was. I had like my pocket. Knife. I was trying to jimmy the lock. You want to try? Can do you is have it? lock picking or anything you can try and do with that? I have some lock picking. It's not incredible, but at least I I do too. Maybe I can try to help you with that. Oh, yeah, I'll toss it to you. Then. We've got a desk here, so there's paper clips and stuff. Sure. Or there's, I'm assuming it's a Swiss army knife, so you can use that great corkscrew attachment for tactical wine opening. We can just pour acid on it. (laughs) That might work. (laughs) Oh, my, I rolled my locksmith exactly. 21 for 21. Twice we've done that. So, yes, using first, like, getting a paper clip to sort of prop it in there and then getting that corkscrew to twist it in, (laughs) you hear that lock satisfyingly open. 
inside is a gray square. Looks like a rock, kind of. Uh, as you pick it up, it glows extremely brightly. And you see that it seems to be like a slate cover of a book. It feels jagged, though, around the exterior. I'll need a sand roll for the whole book lighting up when you touch it. Hmm. Hmm. 50's good. This is where my sanity goes. No. Okay. D8. So that's oh, one. Oh, all of us are doing it? Sorry. Yes. Uh, oh, nine. Okay. It's correct. Yes, zero, okay. one. Okay. Okay. All right. And this book, as you open it up, and especially after you hold it, it begins... It smells kind of like that incense. Mm. And I need everyone to make me a con roll as this perfume begins flooding the room. Oh, heck. 15 is a hard success, barely. Oh, oh eight. I got the okay. shit dice today. Karen, it's, you're succeeding, finally. This is all working out and being so good. Mm. James. Guys, we're doing it. Yeah, together. This will all work out, <laughs> James, as you're running around through the forest trying to search and find your notebook. It, you're losing track of time at this point. You know you were running along the border. You're pretty sure that you ran past where you first came in, and so you doubled back and are trying to search through. As you mentioned before, the book is bright yellow, so you're able to spot it amid some leaves and detritus. And as you pick it up, you start hearing some voices calling out. Malcolm? Malcolm, where'd you bring your group to? What do you do? When I was running up this direction, did I see them going in that direction? I don't necessarily think so, because you're okay. both sort of in these thick woods. Okay. So the good news is that the woods are enough that they didn't hear you whenever you were running. I'm going to get with the largest tree between me and them and just, you know, keep my back up against it okay. and listen for, for footsteps in the, in the law, in the, the leaves. And I know it's kind of silly, but I'm going to try to do the thing where if I hear the leaves over here, then I'm going to move over here and try and stay okay. on the opposite side of the tree. I'm terrified. All right, I can dig it. As you are keeping your breath slow, your heart is pounding in your chest, and you hear Sage's voice call out, Malcolm? Matt? Oh my goodness. This is terrible. I can't believe... And we already... Kiana was already fine. It must be the rest of them. Listen... Kim, David, we really need to help these people. It seems like they are too far gone to even try to step onto the path. And we need to find them and help at least bring them part of the way to enlightenment. But we can't afford to let this sort of cruelty back out into the world that people would be so unkind to murder another human being who was only trying to help them. And you hear them say yes in the affirmative. 
and you hear those steps begin wandering off. You still hear Sage seems to be murmuring quietly over the body, like some sort of chant almost. And I, if you want to try, you can stay here if you want and hope that she leaves, or you can try and roll stealth to, she, you can hear where her chanting is and trying to shimmy on that side of the tree. You can get a bonus die on the stealth since she seems to be occupied. Okay. What I'll do too is I'll slip my shoes off. Okay. Thinking that I can be quieter that way. Stealth is 41. I got 42 on the first roll and double 06 on the second. So, Well, taking your shoes off was definitely what did the trick. As you're able to feel your foot sort of step on top of twigs that might have broken underneath the sole of your shoe. But with that sensory input, you can keep that pressure light enough. So you don't dramatically snap a twig as you're trying to get away. You feel this chanting get dimmer and dimmer as you continue making your way. You feel like you might be able to see a trail through the leaves as a group may have come through in a similar way. If you want to start trying to follow it or where would you be going? Well, it, it makes sense that I'm not thinking about which way they went, but I'm thinking about which way I don't want to go, which is back towards the camp. So I'm now coming, I guess, around the way they went going okay. towards the meditation hall. Sure. Stepping lightly. And you happen to notice that as you are clutching your sketch pad tightly with your hands, your blood is starting to seep onto the pages and quite literally bleed into your artwork. I'll the rest of in you. My, in my jacket. <laughs> the rest of you. Give me that. What? Why do you no need to be so harsh? Do you hear yourself? How strongly are we feeling the vibes from this exposure? I think everyone else passed their constitution rolls. It's just I Karen did. is I, I did oh not. you didn't? No. Okay, so Karen and Talia are feeling some vibes. Uh, it seems if you were to put it in strangely quantitative terms, you have at condition one of vibe. Mm. The the this we did book. not come this far for you to go back off into La La Land. You're yeah, not Alice. Your, this is not the rabbit hole. Get get your, your fucking shit, shit together. together, people. What? This is, we, there's a murder. This is a fucking nightmare scenario. We're trapped inside this fucking hellhole with these maniacs. Get your fucking shit together. Is there a name on this book or anything? Is there writing in this? So there is writing in the book, and uh, Karen and Talia can give me a pow roll for being, mm. yeah, verbally Abused. insulted being again. Harshed. Hard, su hard success. Okay. Pass. All right, you're just that's right. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it. Uh, oh gosh. Thank you. Sorry to be yeah, so. Let's shitty. get this out. Let's get this outside. No, like I, we need to get out of here. Space. Where the fuck is that basement? So, unlike most tomes, this one is written in English. The material of it seems in extremely odd, but there is paper inside of this sort of 
slate-like exterior. Um, as you are reading through it, you find a particular page has been dog-eared slightly and seems to be the one uh, most recently consulted. Remember your negativity, people. Stay negative. This is bullshit. <laughs> Everything sucks. None more negative. We're going to see if this... On destroying the bismouth, the society of energetic being operates primarily through the creation of bismouths in different areas in order to integrate people through it in a transformational and safe space. When the retreat is concluded, the bismouth can be destroyed and moved to a different area where new people can sign up and join the society. The bismouth should either be destroyed by a strong guru or a group of weaker initiates, as it requires inner strength and resolve. Anyone but the main caster could suffer casualties. Beware. Do not destroy the bismuth before all attendees have been integrated, as anyone in the pre-integration phase will instantly become less susceptible to the society's influence and could compromise the great cleansing of vibes? Fuck. The ritual to destroy a bismuth follows. Obtain a corrosive substance, got that, and place at least a cup and a safe container on your person. Enter the bismuth center holding such substance. Repeat the chant to release the bismuth and continue until the creature has melted. Chant. Bismuth, I release you from your benevolent cause. I thank you for consuming all negative flaws. You are cleansing humanity from, from filth it prescribes. You are truly creating the greatest of vibes. Now select a new location far away from this one for your next retreat. Spend some time preparing it and start again. Namaste. The flying fuck is this? Okay. Hashtag namaste. Okay, so Hashtag. we get the sulfuric acid. Right. I, I don't, that. This is insane. But here, let's just, I'm, I want to just dump the acid on this book. Yeah. We need I mean, the if, chant, I think. We want to copy you know. the chant. But we want to, if, if it's paper and it burns, I'm all for it. But we probably, there's a creature downstairs. There's a thing. Yeah, we need to move. Just get the this... acid in. Just, this is insane. Yeah. Can we, uh, you said there was a cup of sulfuric acid, and that's how it was that Talia injured herself. Is there a bottle or more than one? Is there a carboy? Well, let's see. Give me a luck roll to see how much acid you still have left. Mm -hmm. Anybody feeling lucky? I rolled a 68, which is not lucky. Mm. Oh, I feel... Maybe there's a utility closet somewhere in the building. There might still be some in our cabin. Yeah, it's pretty far off. They're going to start... I mean, they have to be on the hunt. Let's. It says a corrosive substance. Uh -huh. Can I think of any yeah. corrosive substance that would be in this first aid kit? I like where your head's at. Um, 
I have medical sure. knowledge. What's... I, I think, can you, okay. Uh, so we're going to play the chemistry game. Um, you can certainly mix and match other substances in with this to supplant the necessary amount of corrosive substance. However, uh, I will want someone to give me a chemistry. Role. I am. I'm good at chemistry. Okay. Make sure you don't accidentally make mustard gas or something. Roll uh, well, Halia. No. <laughs> when have I not rolled well? Uh, <laughs> 44 out of 46. <laughs> That'll do. So sure, you can take some I don't know, bleach, other things. Yeah, like rubbing alcohol, bleach, or other cleaning substances and pour them together. And you're pretty sure this isn't going to be another kind of noxious gas. I now, think James, chlorine and alcohol are is mustard gas. <laughs> this is why I haven't taken chemistry in a long time. So that's why people don't trust me around chemicals. Um, but James, as you are in the woods approaching this building, you can see a couple of staff members are beginning to walk into the meditation hall. And you notice a sort of bright light has flashed from inside one of the small uh, windows at the end of the building. I'm going to run up to the small window and take a peek inside. You can see the rest of them are scuttling about the room, trying to pour something into a piss yellow substance and uh, talking amongst themselves. There's a book open on the table that's glowing like a bloody spotlight. Um. I'm going to tip, 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 tip on the window. Check. People coming. Oh. How big is the window? Is it? It's small. You don't know like if you can necessarily window? climb yeah. through it. Yeah. Okay, we need to go. Quick. Yeah, we need to go now. And there's nothing in this, the drawers in this room, like a weapon or anything. Because these people are so full of love. I mean, you have some have knife. keys. You have a pocket knife. I have the shovel. Was shovel? there was there a lighter? Because they're lighting incense. Yes. So, so there yeah. would definitely be lighters or matches. I'll, I'll, I'll pick up uh, something that can start a flame. Okay. As you are sort of reaching to arm yourselves, you hear a door open, and someone say. What's that smell? I'm going oh. to run around the side of the building making screeching noises uh, and run past the doors that they just came through <laughs> so that I'll, I'll distract them and they'll follow me. Okay. I'll be running hysterically into the middle of the village. That's perfect. Um, so you all hear this madman. Ah! going around the building those that are in the front you could see maybe the shadows from like someone silhouetted in light they turn and book it immediately after this not even talking amongst themselves for it uh so we're gonna do a little bit of a chase to see how far you make it um let's go here so let's use i have my my sketchbook inside my chest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you got some oh, armor. You have half a point of armor. <laughs> yeah. 
so hot. Well, I wouldn't let them shoot my book. I'd turn my back so they could shoot. Six, Okay, and so what is your move? My move is nine. Wow, okay. So especially given your madness-fueled run, um, you feel like you have maybe a point lead mechanically over them as they have a move of eight. So uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to go ahead and roll con to sprint as far away from them as possible? If you want, you can consult the map and decide where you're running to. I am running to uh, is number two the uh, where the where we live where we sleep where where are the employees rooms where the rest of the party is right now oh okay uh, I'll run towards the accommodations uh, where we were staying okay running out towards those cabins. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and yeah, give me a con roll. Con roll. Con. Oh, 71 out of 44. Okay. Let's see. I didn't see the rock. Ah! <laughs> well, I mean, you have been running around back and forth trying to like find an edge to this, so you're finally getting winded, and you feel like they're catching up to you. They're right on your heels at this point, flanking you on either side, like yoga crazed, healthy velociraptors. Okay. What do you want to do now? Uh, You're almost to the cabins. I am going to try and swerve and uh, avoid getting grabbed. Okay. That sounds like, go ahead and give me a preemptive dodge roll as you worry some of them may try to spear tackle you. 48 is... Uh... No, I got 29 in dodge. Uh, no, I... Okay. So we are going to give them... Okay. And so they're both sort of trying to go. One goes high, one goes low, and neither of them manage to get a solid hold on you. You can feel them sort of gripping and they catch your hood with it and your hood slips back out of their hands. Okay. And so you are still booking it. You're now in the midst of all of these cabins right now. Okay. Um, I'm looking for anything I can grab like a shovel. I'm good with a shovel. <laughs> As we have seen. <laughs> well, I'm, um, I'm ready. I'm mostly trying to get them far enough away from the others that sure. they can do whatever they're going to do. Well, you don't think anyone brought their shovels back to the camp. However, you did spend some time cleaning out that toilet and know that that is a very heavy ceramic top on the top of the bowl or the tower for the back of it. So you can run into the bathroom that is now perfectly clean and very nice and grab the top of that toilet seat tower. Okay. I'll do that. And then I'll stand right inside the door. Okay. To bash Um, anyone that comes through. Go ahead and give me a brawl with a bonus die since you're kind of getting a little hidden attack thing going. What is my brawl again? Fighting brawl is 46. I got a 16 and a 28. So I'll take the 16, Okay, um, which is a hard. 
did you want to burn some luck to make it an extreme? I'll give toilet seat tower. What would that be? A D six maybe. I mean, yeah. you're kind of trying to go for one shot, one kill. So nine is an extreme. Yeah. I'll spend what's that? Seven luck. I'll spend okay. seven luck. All right. For extreme. And so it, toilet ahead. ninja. <laughs> so as you're inside the bathroom waiting with this you're hearing bare feet sort of squeak and move across the flooring in there as they get closer you whip around and crack one across the head with them uh you made that an extreme so that is it's not impaling so is it just max damage overall it is yeah it's just okay. max damage yeah. so that would be a six plus any damage bonus that you have Oh, actually, damage bonus. I've got minus one damage bonus. That's small. I'm going to uh, ignore I, that for the extreme, just because okay. you're you're heightened by rage and fear, and this t bloody seat is sort of trembling in your hands as you go. You crack this man in the face with it, uh, suffering a major wound. He I do going, three. He is going yeah. to fail his con roll. So you again, crack them across the nose, his possibly more broken than yours, but you don't kill him like the other guy. So I guess you have that going for you. Um, however, there is still another one there. Roll luck to see if you snapped that toilet bowl seat in half with that hit. 38, that is, that passes my luck. Okay, you still have a viable weapon. Uh, this one is going to lunge at you. With a sharp edge. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So this one is trying to lunge at you, jumping over the other one and saying, please stop, these are terrible vibes. I'll, uh, I'll try to dodge. Okay. Since he's lunging at me. 42... Where's Dodge again? Oh, it's 29. That's okay. The Their comrades sort of tripped them up, so you feel like they failed. We're just going to go right into Dex Initiative now, so you have to jump on them. Okay. I'm just going to throw it down on the guy's head. Okay. Give the me a brawl. That's left. They're going to try and catch your arm in some sort of judo flip maneuver. Regular. And that is a 98 for them. I'm giving them 35 in brawl. So he tries to catch it with his hand and you hear the sickening crack as you fracture their wrist and forearm with it, bringing it straight down on them at a bad angle. Okay. Give me a D six plus one. A five. Okay. So that's another six. At which point I'm going to pick up my feet in the air and run. <laughs> okay. So they scream and you try and run away out of this building. Back inside the meditation hall, you feel like you have breathing room for now. Wait, so where, where is this creature? It's gotta be in the basement, where, right? Where you saw, you saw it, right? That flower, that, that, that's gotta be what they were talking about, the abyss mouth. It's like there's, a dream. It's... 
We just have to try every door until we get downstairs deeper. It's got to be in a pit or something. Is there a building we haven't gone in yet? No, but as you're all standing there, sort of right outside of this bedroom office, you can't help but notice the giant tapestry in the room waving off to the side. And you happen to peek behind it and see that there is another door hidden behind this great tapestry. Try, 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 try. Sure. Try the keys and it unlocks. It is another heavy storm door. As you open it, there are steps that lead down, spiraling into some sort of basement. If anybody has anything to wrap their faces in, who knows what gases are going to get be given off down here. Right. Just... Yeah. 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 Cloth, something. Okay. And... As you make your way down these stairs, the it seems completely dark from the light that you've been used to outside. However, there is a light ahead of you. It seems to be glowing a dull pinkish color. James, as you are running out <laughs> of this building, you see Kiana standing in the doorway. Say. Hey, listen, I don't think that this is a great idea. You should really just try and join the rest of us. She maybe get halfway through that before you try and tackle over. James? You're, You're so muted. muted uh... I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were talking to me. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you are on your way out, and Kiana is standing in the doorway. Okay, I'm punching her in the face and just running past her. Okay. Uh, that's sort of... Go ahead and roll Brawl just in case. It's sort of guaranteed to hit because she's not trying to block you. I just want to see how good of a hit it is. Got an 05. <laughs> You use this toilet seat thing like a battering ram as you are going through, and it nails her right in the chest. You're pretty sure you heard something crack as she screams out. All of the air rushed out of her lungs. You rush out of this room and see Sage is sort of off down in the distance and turns to look at you, and you swear you can see her eyes shining like a wolf's might at night reflecting back at you. Okay. I'm running perpendicular to where she is. Okay. As I consult something real quick. All right. As you are trying to run to skirt off of her to the side, she bursts into light and begins levitating slightly off of the ground nothing short of super saiyan mode and she bullseyes straight towards you her feet barely touching the ground as she does you have one reaction as she is going to try and reach out and grab you <laughs> um i'm i guess i'm going to attempt to run exactly the opposite direction of her 
Um, but I figure if I fail, I probably am just going to fall on the ground on my back, you know, like this, trying to scooch away. Uh, 49. What was it, Brawl or Dodge? Uh, well, if you're going to try and run away, that would just be another con roll to go ahead. Okay. 49, my con. Oh, I will have to spend five to make it. Okay. And as you see, her feet just the ground singes where it's touching. She's flying 10 yards ahead each time her feet touch the ground. And she just got an aunt five on the con roll to run. She is going to put a hand on the back of your neck to grip you by the scruff and it burns white hot. You are going to take two damage as you can feel your skin blistering and your hair burning underneath this grip. As she just says, it didn't have to be like this, but I can show you the way one way or another and starts lifting you (laughs) and lifts you off the ground as she is running towards the meditation hall. Oh yeah. I can't as the rest of you. Go ahead. I have one, one hit point left. I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, actually, I need to do something real quick. So I'm at least screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> okay. Um, as, so, yeah, that doesn't even matter. Cool. Um, the rest of you, as you're going down these steps into this dimly lit subterranean area, you start seeing flowers growing sort of in these cracks and crevices in the brickwork walls around the room mm. do any of you want to get closer or examine them at all or continue no i don't like them i mean uh, i've got pretty good do i recognize what type of flowers they are i've got good botany not at all okay. these the petals are so fine they seem like they're made of glass mm. and they are growing in an area completely devoid of sunlight yeah you walk further into this room and as you step inside at first you are blinded by this sudden impact of light that seemed to react to your presence in it as your vision begins to clear you can see a great crystalline what looks like a lotus flower of some sort with giant pink jagged blossoms coming out from this twisting radioscopic colored almost this geometric root system that is built on underneath it and around it spreading throughout this room some crawling up these walls at these jagged intersecting angles to bring these flowers in As you have your mouths covered, you cannot help but notice that perfumey scent of the incense as you were breathing it in. What is more, this flower seems to be breathing slightly. These stone petals or these crystalline petals seem to weigh tons as you can hear rock and crystal grating against each other. Okay. 
Uh, uh, the, it was real. It, was, it wasn't a dream. The sharpness, we have to destroy the... it. We have you to all can roll it. me a bit of sanity. Yeah. Yeah, I failed that one. That makes sense. No, oh, 98. Jeez. 98 too, Keith. You oh, are yes. Suck. <laughs> all right. So would that technically be a fumble for that bad boy? Uh, no, because um, my sanity is still above 50. So it's only a It would fumble. be a fumble for me. My sanity is 42. Bummer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so that is a 1d4 plus one just to see it. So Karen, you can go ahead and roll me intelligence from... Because the full five. Okay. Because it's the full five for a fumble. Got it. Yep. 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 Let me roll intelligence. 92. Yes. I failed that. So stupid. <laughs> That's fucked up. We should kill it. And I mean, we're yep. back. God damn. What's that all about? <laughs> Do I take I anything stupid. for for success? I'm sorry. Is that a one for success or? Uh, it is actually, it's a one uh, for a success. Yes. Because this is still, it's the fact that it is moving. This isn't some sort of giant sculpture or rock formation. Yeah. I also would like to note that I've got the the case with the book in it closed under my arm. Since okay. I don't have a weapon. Okay. Well, I think this is the bismouth. And since I was the one that mixed the caustic substance, I'm probably carrying it. Carrying it. So I'm going to say, Bismouth, I release you from your Wait, benevolent cause. We're all cost. supposed to have one, aren't we? We're all supposed to have a cup of that stuff on us. Uh, aren't we? No, one person yes. has oh, the I cup and yeah. stands Got in it. the center of it. And the rest of you begin chanting. Chant. Yeah. I thank you for consuming all negative flaws. Okay, well, hang on. Let's, oh. you, I mean, you can chant, but this yeah, isn't yeah, the right, right time yet. As you step closer to it, these flowers grind and open up and you can see this center possibly a platform or something with five concentric dots moving mm -hmm. around it mm -hmm. it is warm it is pleasant what is unpleasant is the burning hot hand that is gripping james's collar as you feel yourself getting carried like a truck is dangling you from the side of its door you see just a rush as the doors fly past you the rest of you upstairs hear something big coming through and dashes moving down the hallway james is screaming barely hanging on and you have a blinding light between what is coming down the stairs reflecting back from this lotus flower i want everyone to go ahead and give me some sort of con roll to try and avoid being blinded for a turn 90 my achilles heel extreme regular all right talia has is just able to sort of cover and maybe because she was looking at one of the flowers on the sidewall or actually no she was reciting the chant so she already mm -hmm. had her head down and maybe that was why she's able to go through the rest of you are completely blinded as sage screams and says why couldn't you just be happy why can't you be peaceful why do you have to kill and she takes james and shoves him inside of the flower. And she begins chanting 
letting go as James, you begin to sort of just crumple inside. As you said, you had one HP left. I'm imagining yeah. you're barely hanging on through all of this. Yeah. <laughs> as she begins to chant and this blinding light is sort of preventing you all from acting a lot around her you smell burning meat as if she is also burning alive in this moment as she is chanting various terms of positivity you are beautiful you are strong organic cage-free vegan all natural puppies beauty creativity and all of these things, and as she is chanting all of this positive energy back into the plant, it or into this giant bismouth, it begins contracting around James's feet. Can I, can I start calling out foul language and uh, you know the worst possible things I can think of? The sure. backed up toilet, you know, <laughs> <laughs> stepping in dog shit. Um, Oof. Eating puppies, eating, stepping on kittens. Let's make this. <laughs> let's make this a pow contest for a second. Ooh, I got an eleven in my pow. Ooh, okay. which is uh, I like these new ways. There, that's that's one away from an extreme. I'll spend one point to make it an extreme. Okay, because so I got she- a foul mouth. she got a hard success on this so you putting out this negativity right into this thing's mouth just is it seems distasteful she tries to raise her voice and continue this chance to keep it going this is bought a round of time for everyone else to try something if they want what would you like to do i want to try to hit her with the shovel Interestingly, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna wing the book at her head. So we've got a theme. <laughs> okay, it's in a metal yeah. case. I'm gonna try and get to. Oh, you keep chanting. <laughs> the center of the. Uh, I'll help you thing. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, while still chanting, because. All right. As uh, so, you can go ahead. Um, just for going back to that karen i think you have the highest decks currently seven okay uh yeah i'm going to try to oh it's actually yeah it's karen and talia have a simultaneous deck so y'all can act at once if you want Mm -hmm. Uh oh 36 surprisingly no 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 no. fighting brawl is 25 sorry uh okay she is going to fight back and gets an ought eight As you are going to hit her, her concentration does not break as she continues saying, bouquet of flowers, peaceful happiness. Imagine the song from John Lemon, not any of the other covers, and continues going through. Her concentration is unfazed. You are going to take four damage as you can pick. What did she grab? Did she grab your arm or wrist? Or did she just grab you by the throat? Real luck. This seems like a luck instance. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God, though. An O2. I have such (laughs) a fiend luck and I rolled an O2. It shot out for your throat and you managed to put your arm up at the last second. So, yes, this is currently burning through your arm. Uh, Talia, what is it you were doing right now? I was was trying to get to the center of this uh, 
Bismouth. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? James is currently sort of getting enveloped more slowly inside mm-hmm. of it. So uh, just walking toward it. And if I need to kind of climb up or however, you know, to, to, to get to okay. the center, that's what as I- you As you reach up to try and get a handhold on this, these light crystalline petals as you're climbing seem to be razor sharp and you it's one of those moments whenever your fingers are cut and you don't quite feel it until you Mm -hmm. move them again and feel that skin separating between them as holy shit let's say that you got your a solid foot on one and then tried to climb and clamber into it as you take five damage from all this slicing this basically Juliennes you on your way tumbling back out of it. Okay. And uh, so that should be Boran, I think. Or Nicholas, I don't have your decks in here. Uh, Uh, So uh, I think we're both 45. Is that one? I'm 44. Uh, Okay, so Nicholas is 45. It is now your jump on you. I'm 58. Uh, Did I get a chance to do anything? You're, you're currently stuck, or your turn was trying to slow this uh, by yelling. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm. Uh, is she still levitating, or is she on the ground? She is levitating slightly above the ground. Yeah. Uh, I I guess I'm gonna. And and the and the book was in a sort of metal case. Yes. That kept it dim. So I'm going to try to like ram that into her abdomen, and I'm going to be screaming the 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 nastiest uh, curses that I learned in China, like the sort of you know your mother was the offspring of a bastard pig and a shit donkey kind of stuff, just the okay. most virulent, earthy stuff. So go ahead and give me a fighting brawl roll. That's the weak part. Mm-hmm. Oh, ho, 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 no, it isn't. I rolled a three. So nice. that is extreme. Wow. Okay. So she rolled, she got a regular success, uh, even being outnumbered. It's her hand shoots out. But since you put that box out in front of you, it crunches into her ribs first and it gets extremely hot within touching her for just a moment. You can't quite hang on to it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a D three damage. But you don't take any damage from hitting her. Three. Oh, terrific. And how much health does she have left? So she takes this and screams. It seems to shake the room around them. And she says, I have fucking have it with your toxic vibes and calls out for the others. It is now her turn. And she is going to... Where did she go before me? She has uh, 65 decks. I think yours was... Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, you're at the very end. I forgot. I'm at go the ahead. very end. That's right. She's an old man with a shovel. Tortoise in the hair. All right. Can you try and shovel her? Okay. She is also going to try and fight back still with... 
Hold Lux. on. Time to calculate luck spend. Um, <laughs> let's see. 59. That's what I rolled, and I need to get down to a 37. So I'm spending 22 luck to pass. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your D8 plus damage bonus, as she just got a regular success still on the fighting back. Two. Not very, uh, not very successful not with that one. Out. Okay, um, it's still it's hard. Just as you're hitting her, her like thin, wiry shoulders don't even give as you are hitting her. But she seems like she is faltering ever so slightly. She is going to continue chanting again. Um, I'm going to go ahead. And so James, you are still, I'm like kind of carrying yours over, like as a last ditch effort, you're slinging out every curse word as possible. I'm, I'm not just curse words. I'm now focusing on everything I've ever been called by bullies in my life. So screaming those putting things. your pain in the most thing. negative. Yeah. The most negative things okay. that have ever happened to me. All right. So I'm giving her a penalty on this super negativity. Hmm. And even with the penalty die, she still rolls a hard success. So as you are reliving all of the pain and torment that you have felt and all of the bullying throughout your life. You are feeling these petals continue to one by one engulf you. You're feeling your skin get sliced and then sort of feeling warm and numbness spreading throughout, dissolving you inside of it. Everyone else in the room sees these petals close around it, and this light begins exuding from inside. But it seems kind of murky. And this light goes from the flower down into these geometrically curving, spiraling roots, and they spread out deeper into the room and then turn in amongst themselves making squares and building and squares up and up and building this twisted facsimile of James. You're seeing a hand reaching out and crawling from these roots as if it is 3D printing an entire human being out from this energy. However, maybe because of all the negativity brought into it, this doesn't seem complete. It doesn't seem right. The arms aren't quite in the right place. The screams are guttural and not founded in any sort of intelligence coming back out of this flower. As these blossoms open again, the center of it is empty. And this half-formed what was based on James Canavan, is crawling about the room, shrieking, like everyone to roll some sand. Yeah, that makes sense. 25, I guess I'm not phased as much as seeing the plant is seeing. 95. 88. Okay. I, I think this may be a solid D3 or a D6 situation. Okay. I lost three. One. Okay. Oh, there's the five. Five. <laughs> and 
You've got Oof. the acid, Talia. You have to hold it together. This burning smell is filling the room as at this point, Sage is shrieking. Indigo girls! Oof. Bon Jovi! <laughs> Cotton duvets! Silk lining! Climate change, war, pollution, <laughs> death, colonialism, racism, transphobia. Oh, shut up! And she is going to bat a hand out to swat at you. Uh, would you like to roll dodge? I would love to roll dodge. And I fail miserably. Okay, and she has a bonus die on this. And rolls an 11. Ugh. That is going to be... Oh, God. Oh, shit. I just rolled two sixes uh, for a D3 mm. and a D6. So that is nine damage. That's me gone. All right. So as she says, shut up while holding Karen with one hand, this other hand is just a blur as it goes out straight and Russell's body just crumples against a wall into some of the flowers and begins sliding down. Half of his head is cratered in. What are the rest of you doing? Oh, sorry. So this would be next. Um, Karen, it is now your turn. You are grappled. Uh, Yeah, I will try to take another stab at her with my knife. Okay. Let uh, me roll. Come on, don't fail me now. Uh, I don't even have the luck to spend on it anymore. Yeah. Okay, so you stab feebly. She doesn't seem like she's trying to fight back with you. Mm -hmm but you do feel ever so slightly being drawn back towards the flower. The ritual, Talia, the ritual. Speaking of which, Talia, it is your turn. Okay, so uh, when I saw the James creation, I lost five sanity and I passed my intelligence roll. Oh, great. So, so what is your bout of madness? Explain like what these final crushing moments are bringing down on this. Are any of us real? Has anyone you've talked to been a real human? No, they're all hallucinations. How are you going to get out of here? Down. You're still trapped. There's more coming in. Well, the only way out is to to drink my way out. I got this great beverage well, no, right you're here. Supposed to, you're supposed to stand in the uh, center of the flower. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> and to complete the ritual, it didn't say what to do with the acid. Ah, it just had to be on my person. So in I'm going to have you rush inside ah. and begin the ritual. You actually, if you wouldn't mind mm -hmm. beginning the chant All as right. you go inside and pour the sulfuric acid bleach cocktail mixture over your head oh, to have a poisoned so, last meal. Feels so good. Bismuth, I release you from your benevolent cause. I thank you for consuming all negative flaws. You're cleansing humanity from filth that prescribes. You're truly creating the greatest of vibes. That rhymes. Nice. Who wants to help it with the chat to provide the greatest of vibes? This thing is closing down around her. She is taking uh, five acid damage washing that, over your head. That puts me to zero. 
Okay. The rest of you, she seemed to have gone quiet as she's still inside getting devoured by this thing. I'm melting. <laughs> You're muted. You're David. still muted, David? The, the thank you, the vibes, the bismuth, we move you. I'm like flipping through the book. Oh, there the dogged pages. Okay. Um, Bloody hands. As. <laughs> Tell you, oh, we're shit. with you. I'm sort of, sort of trying to clamber up onto the into the heart of the flower, but we are okay. Uh, as Sage is screaming to stop, her voice is raspy, as if all the air around her is burning out. And Karen, you feel her grip is feeling dry and crumbly as these flames that have surrounded her body and given her such power seems to have literally consumed her to a husk in front of you. She is now dead. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to run after Nick. Like it, Nicholas is headed toward the ritual space, right? Mm -hmm. Is that right? And Great. so yeah, you I'll, two I'll want to continue the chant. Yes. So I need each of you to deduct six magic points as you are starting this chant. This has been one round. Talia is still, even though you're at zero hit points, I think it's much more dramatic that you're continuing mm, to yeah. try doing it and just, it's becoming more garbled screams than anything else as you're trying to be a poisoned fruit. Mm -hmm. You two continue the chant again and lose six magic points again. What does this put you both at? That means uh, I've zero, lost. I'm into overflow into my hip. Okay, so yeah, now as you continue this chant, your noses begin bleeding and you feel your bodies drawn closer to this thing as if now you have set on a path that is draining the very life <laughs> essence out of you. Do you continue the chant? feel like there's no point, yeah, no point in stopping at this point. <laughs> okay. You go through again. Nicholas takes six damage as it is draining six more magic points from you. So that means seven and down. Uh, right, so I'm down to three. Okay, Karen. If you're continuing, take six points of damage. Yeah, it's got me down to zero. Yeah. Right. And with the final screaming breath of the passage, Holly, if you wouldn't mind, can you scream the final line of the chant? What's the final line? I don't have the chant. Oh, fuck. Uh, Aga, it's you're truly creating the greatest of vibes. You're truly creating the greatest vibe. As you vomit blood coursing out of your mouth and every essence from you lands on this flower, the final petals close around the body that was Talia. And only Nicholas is able to see as he staggers back against the wall, hit, like leaning against the leg of the former Dr. Boron as this thing drains its meal and then begins to 
crack and this pink hue of these stone petals starts turning gray that spreads from the inside down to its tips and grows brittle and you hear fracturing And instead of an explosion going out, all of these things rush inward into a singular point of light. I need you to roll constitution as a blinding flash of light is engulfing this room. That's a failure. Yes. When I said blinding, that was not a figure of speech. Your retinas are seared looking at this fixed point of light and you feel yourself pass out. Sometime later, you are awakened by jostling. You hear beeping, people talking. Yeah, pulse looks good. Oxygen's getting lower. Shit, he's starting to wake up. Dose him again. Uh, And then finally, it goes black once more new dream of this flower, this stone, these good vibes. And you're awakened by a beeping. It's an EKG monitor seems to be hooked. You can feel the plastic clipping onto your finger. A nurse comes in the room. Oh, good. You're awake. I really didn't think you would pull through. Um, So I know this must all be a big shock to you. Please don't try to open your eyes. Um, We're going to take good care of you and give you the best recovery that we can. I, uh, you haven't had any family come by to uh, visit Mr. Koontz. I I never like patients feeling alone, but I'm sorry. I have a, a busy shift going. Do you mind if I just turn on the TV or radio or something for you? I, I suppose the radio, how, how long has it been? Did, did anyone else survive? It's, uh, it's been a week since the explosion at the Heartland Hills Resort. That's you were taken there by a group of very helpful people. They seem very worried about your health. They carried you clear to the car park and calling the ambulance that brought you here. You're very lucky to be alive, sir. No one else. Who who carried me out? Uh, it was um, young woman named Kim, and I, I didn't get the other one's name. They they appeared to be staff. Um, so the explosion didn't stop them. Uh, stop them? I'm sorry. I think your medications may be a bit too high, uh, but I'm not going to turn down the morphine. Listen, just t- take a minute, get get your bounds. She, you feel a touch on your hand, sort of guides it over to a cup of water with a straw at the top. It's like, there you go, ice water right here. And then you have a little cup of jello, three o'clock to that. I'm going to turn the radio on and give you some moment alone. As she switches on the radio, it's daytime talk show, just chattering away about climate change, sky-high divorce rates, children dying in countries, I suppose. 
and the door clicks shut beside you. And then an ad break comes on. Have you wanted more out of your life? Do you think there is true happiness attainable? Come to the Heartland Hills resorts all over the UK and now with locations in Los Angeles, California, we'll be sure to show you a better way to live and give all the good vibes we can. And that is where we'll end it. Outstanding. The the cosmic horror that is toxic positivity. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was really, really good. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Rock business. So we didn't, <laughs> could we have done the ritual more correctly? Yes. Uh, what the ritual needed was a collective 24 points of magic power being poured into it. There was an additional uh, bit inside um, that mentioned this is only recommended for the guru to attempt. Uh, mm -hmm. If uh, other members are, or if other members are attempting it, be sure to do it in sufficient number or else it could be dangerous. What the Bismouth was doing was all of those incense sticks were based on pollen that it was exuding that would stick into your throat. I didn't even get to do this because you all were smart about it, but I was going to say that it breeds in this prickly scent that sticks in your throat like fiberglass. And it starts making you feel happier, more acclimated. Um, Russell Boren was almost to the point of no return, actually, until y'all got that extreme success on him. But uh, the the group has found that if they suffuse incense with this pollen, it brings people more in line with this positive mindset and all of this good vibes. And so then by standing in this flower, they don't feel any pain as they are literally cut apart and digested into a juice that flows down through the mouth holes at the bottom, uh, at the base of the flower and fed into this geometric bismuth type roots to create a new copy of it. Uh, the flower only understands positivity and good vibes and benevolence. And so the better off someone was, or the more happier and positive they were, the better that copy is by the end of it. In the case of Kiana and her wife, they were put through it uh, whenever they were not in a good place. They were not indoctrinated in the slightest. And so the copy only got part of their memory, their actual wholeness. And so they sort of fade in and out some, and they just cannot recognize negativity. They can't remember any negative experiences. They can't really acknowledge it. They just don't have that faculty anymore. And then that wow. little glowing thing was a seed at the end of it. So that's what this group does is once they run enough people through the Bismouth, they break it down, take the seed and plant it and move to a new location. But there's more than one of them because there's more than oh, one. Oh, yes. This is a franchise. Oh, boy. They're incorporated. <laughs> Our players include them. Sorry. Yes, you did. Of course. <laughs> Our players included Holly Buto, David Gasway, Morgan Llewellyn, Keith Craig, and myself with Dr. Lex Hurley as the keeper of arcane lore. 
We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of game master of, of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes and from Spotify. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.